I'm Woodsy Owl, with a bird's eye view of America's beautiful homes and neighborhoods. But look what happens when grown-ups and kids don't give a hoot about pollution. But Woodsy, what can we do about litter and vandalism? Just spread the word. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. And if you see litter, please pick it up. Because if you don't give a hoot, who will? Well, in the city or in the woods, please keep America looking good. Hoot, hoot. Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Que no parece fiesta. It's the Trail Show. My God, Polly. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike D'Lo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Paul Mags Magnanti. He's a fraud. And now, from D'Lo's basement, it's the Trail Show. Oh, yeah. We are live from the Bobby Walters studio at the D'Loplex Broadcast Center in Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district. You are listening to The Trail Show. And we are heard worldwide on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. It is Mondi, June 9th, and we are delighted to have you along with us today. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and most importantly, tell your fellow hikers about The Trail Show. Hey, real quick, I want to give a shout-out to a new top 10 country this month. We have a new top 10 downloads country. Never made it before. Shout-out to India. Ooh. Ooh. Who knew we had listeners in Mumbai? We got listeners in New Delhi. We got listeners... As a matter of fact, um, they broke the top 10 in the same week. I got an email from one of our listeners in India about Dilo. So I'm going to play that clip I actually have a, um, some audio he is not just a political leader he is also known as a spiritual leader for the community that he represents oh that's terrible I, I'm sorry that was the wrong clip seriously <laughs> Dilo I apologize was that about me? yeah Dilo I apologize he, this... Who, what one of our listeners was so insightful to just send such amazingly conscious commentary our way no I'm sorry that was the wrong clip Here, oh. this is the real clip oh Buddy, your boy make a big noise playing in the street. Gonna be a big man someday. You got mud on your face. You big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place. Sing it. We will, we will rock you. Uh, uh, we will. Something's we gone terribly wrong, Dilo. Yeah. I anyway. I I apologize. I'm I'm anyway. Thank you, India. Top ten downloads. Disco uh, loves <laughs> India. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So anyway, moving on. Okay. If your business or website is interesting in advertising on the trail show, or if you too are a longtime listener, first time caller from India that would like to sponsor the show, please email our advertising right. staff at sales at the trail show.com. Partner with the trail show and get the word out about your business or website. That contact info again is Dilo? Sales. Sales at the trail show.com. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. I did Woo. it. All right. All I'm right. not going to say anything about yogurt franchises. Thank you. Not a thing. Ladies and gentlemen, he was taping a special across the hall. In studio this month, we have FJ Sidewinder Avalano. FJ, thanks so much for being on the show. Pleasure to be here. Finally could make it. Yeah, it only took two years, but we finally got you on the show. Yes. The stars aligned. Now, what was the special you were taping? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the special? <laughs> 
Um, is it not appropriate? Yeah, probably. Yeah, not. we can't okay. really talk about. It. Okay, that, well, it might be for the bonus show. Yeah, we'll keep that. I, I find it interesting that all of our guests are always in the studio recording something else before they come on our show. That's how we get them. Yeah, huh. they're, they're yeah. by. We say, hey, come on over. Huh? Have some tamales. Yeah. We Just a little them. something I was working on with Jimmy Fallon. So, oh, cool. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll we'll uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Mum's the word. Yeah, Max. What are we talking about today? Uh, Bears trails and nonsense. But of course, in more particular, we're going to have some trail news. We're going to be discussing a trail that has been asked about before, the West Coast Trail. Ooh. And now that summer's here, people are starting to take vacation time. So it's a very perfect type of vacation trail. Yeah. Uh, we have a Smokey the Bear versus the Woodsy Owl debate. We played a little clip from Woodsy Owl yeah. right out of the gate. Uh, our buddy Sidewinder here will be hosting a segment, Outdoor Retail Nightmares. Oh, we're, we're going to have to kibosh that segment. Uh, oh. we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, we'll you, talk about you didn't that get the memo. You didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, was too bu- he was too busy recording the Jimmy Fallon skit. He really <laughs> put in some time on the outdoor retour. We're playing beer pong over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's understandable. Reverse. Um, we're going to have iTunes Top 5, read by Mr. Disco here. We've had quite a few outdoor trips this past month. Oh, yes, we have. Some were trippier than Twin others. Twin Sisters. Now, is that a trip or is that something that happened? Oh, it was a trip where something uh, happened. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have Is that our... part of uh, FJ's special that he was filming over there? They were that's who I was taping. Twin, okay. Twin Sisters. Brown chicken, brown cow. Anyway, we're going to have this. <laughs> go... This goes trail tip, some mailbag, some shout outs, of course. And we have. The first time in a long time, some bad baloney. Yes, That's we so do. so exciting. I, it yes. is. I love it. I can't wait. Um, we're going to talk about a journey on the Wild Coast to go with the West Coast Trail. and We're going to be talking about the Kettle and Stone versus Stone fiasco with our beer mm. sponsors. And mm. So a good little show, I would say, coming up. And just so folks know, we're not doing uh, the outdoor backyard Delo thunderstorm show this month, but we do have the door open, so you may hear some ambient noise from the outside, such as dogs barking or glass breaking or gunfire. So just be prepared for that. Or maybe some bubbling. Oh, it is Boulder. It is Boulder. We, you did may... s- we saw quite the Rasta when we were driving in, too. <laughs> he was driving a gas guzzler. It was kind of odd. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, bet he ha- I bet he has kids and he uses disposable diapers, too. Ooh. Shameful. Shameful. <laughs> you know, on the way over here, I saw a guy biking with a gold lame jacket. What? you like disco Are you jacket. serious? I'm very serious. Oh. Was that on your bike ride over here, Max? I can't no, believe I, I didn't I see I drove it. over, but he was biking. Oh, jeez. I never claimed to be green friendly. In fact, I had stuffed Woodsy Owl for dinner tonight. Oh, Max, please. <laughs> the heresy. Okay. I love it. That was awful. With some fennel and some rosemary, it's quite good. Oh, my well, gosh. Nobody, nobody eats owls for dinner, dude. I know. That's usually d- yeah, a dessert very item. Lean. The meat is very lean. <laughs> dessert item. <laughs> Let's start things off with my favorite segment. My favorite segment. Dilo's Beer the Dilo's Beer the Oh, man. short, man. What are we drinking? We're drinking a lot of different beers. Right. We got to talk about Kevin Vest. Well, yeah, I yeah. was just going to say thanks thanks to our man, Kevin Vest, who came through for came us. Came through. Amazing, man. Amazing. That Kevin. is an impressive Kevin did quantity and selection in your fridge. Let I me just say, say, let me just say, I had no room in my trash can due to the amount of styrofoam peanuts that were in Kevin Really? Best's Did you package. just put those on top of the disposable diapers? I or? mixed them all together because okay. the styrofoam peanuts are actually quite absorbent. Oh, absorbent. Just yeah. shove those in Leo's so diaper. So it's like mulching or something. <laughs> sort of, except that it's mulching that will never, ever go away. But it's amazing. We have seven bombers wow. and, and a four-pack. 
Damn. So seven 22-ounce wow. beers. Four of them are in a mixed four-pack from Stone Brewery. Mm-hmm. Two are from the Eagle Rock Brewery in Los Angeles. Which, wow. Sidewinder so and I started with Eagle Rock. Yeah, it's, it's quite, delicious. quite delicious. And then the third was just a random stone offering. And then the four-pack was the Stone Runation IPA, which is a double IPA. Ooh. So, so far, I think we have drank the Eagle Rock, which uh, Disco, I think he hit the nail on the head with the hammer when he said that it was hoppy yet malty and and quite crisp and quite tasty crisp and we also have here just the standard no that's what everybody started with that's what everybody started yeah except for sidebar i started with oh okay so never mind we did not start with the eagle (laughs) rock ipa (laughs) we started with the stone ipa Uh, I well, I don't know. I didn't pour these. And I just want to throw it out there, Kevin Vest. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, we amazing. And I also just want you to know that Delo's the only one self righteous enough to criticize your packaging materials. So there you go. Well, see, the problem problem is I have a small garbage can. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. The guy sends us a bunch of really good quality beer, and Delo complains about the packaging. I don't have enough room for the amount of trash. Don't, guys. Hey, you know what? We should bury it under the tomato plants. It'll be fine. We should leave an outgoing voicemail for Kevin Vest's answering machine. Yeah. Do we know his number? He actually wanted to be... um, he wanted to be like a Skyped in guest on the show. No, oh, did he? he wanted yeah. us to, I thought he wanted us to Skype in Squatch. No, he wanted us to Skype oh. in himself. He wanted to set the record straight because we, uh, really? we blasphemized him a few, a few times. You well, me, now, we're, you. now we're really yeah. going to have to give him a chance after all yeah. that. Do you have a Skype handle? Uh, no, I don't, but I'm sure he's, you know. Uh, we can he, call him next show. He's probably on Facebook. Yeah. We can call him. He is eh. on Facebook. Yeah. Eh. Let me, I'll, I'll send him a quick Ooh. Facebook message and see if I can get a Skype handle. We've got good beer, care Great of Kevin Best. That's what you need to know. Thanks, Kevin's Kevin. our hero. Wow. Tra- trail news with Mr. Paul Magnanti. Mags, take it away. Well, good evening, and I will bring you the trail news. <laughs> My name is Paul Mags, and this is the news for this evening. So the A-Ball slide trail is closed for this year, if not longer. The one that goes out of the A-Ball campground to Katahdin, a very popular loop. Yeah. Closed for the year? If not longer. There was a what? slide. So early. Oh. And Baxter State Park said, eh, unsafe. So it's a very iconic trail in Katahdin, and it's closed for So that's you just end your hike at A-Ball Bridge then? That's right. right. Well, you go up the Hunt Trail, a lot of people make a loop. And oh. some crazy people actually hike up the A-Ball Trail when the mountain's closed. Mm. 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 Idiots. Exactly. Shameful. Exactly. Shameful. So there's Churlish. The, there's the power station fire, which is a huge fire. Basically, it closed the PCT for a mile 478.2, up all the way up to Pine Canyon Road at mile 511. Now, does that include to Hatchapi? does not. Okay. Just so checking. 40 miles. So people doing roadwalks and everything around it. Ugh. I love roadwalks. <laughs> <laughs> so all you PCT hikers, you know, it gives you ready for the oh, CDT. That's yeah, right. there you go. That's a good way to look at it. All right. That's the... Uh, Let's see. There's the Jerry uh, Largari case. I think that's how you pronounce their last name. We're 20 volunteers from Alda, Appalachian Long Distance Hikers Association. Mm-hmm. We're looking for this hiker that was lost last year in Maine, 66 yeah. oh. years old. Still haven't found there yet as of June 6th. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, but people were hiking on their own time, probably spent vacation time and mm-hmm. money to fly. And people came from all over the country. Still haven't found this poor person. That's too bad. 
Uh, on better news, though, the CDTC is officially at the same level now as the PCTA and the ATC working with a national organization. Oh, congrats, and CDTC. Yeah, so they're working directly. Stepping it up. They are. They are the organization now for the CDT working with the U.S. Forest Service. And awesome. very appropriately, the paperwork was officially signed at Cannonball Brewery. Oh, okay. And, you know, Teresa Martinez, who's the director, said, what better place for the CDT than a brewery? That's right. More laid back. It's just grassroots, and it was wonderful. So we get that on. Bunch of alcoholics. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) What, there's alcoholics on the trail? (laughs) Never. Well, this might segue to another one. So there was a rescue on the CDT. Yeah, now this... It, this just blows my mind because you don't expect to hear this type of news about a CDT through hiker, but maybe things are changing out there. I don't know. Well, he called. He was out of food. And they haven't released the name, as Elisa's yeah. article I read. Uh, this hike, anonymous hiker called and said he had a cell phone, but he had no food and water, apparently, and was suffering dehydration heat exhaustion. Uh, they picked him up at Emory Pass on the Black Range. In the Black Where's Range. Where's that? Where's that? Right near where we were hiking. On what the, do you mean? Where we were the Black, the Chapman, the Black oh, Range. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of the sections, I believe. I'm correct me if I'm okay, wrong. Okay, I can see how someone could get dehydrated back there. There's not a lot of water. There's no water. But or of, food. But out of food. Yeah, that seems odd. That's on him. Maybe he heard there was a food cache at Highway 59. Oh, the one I left uh, about 30. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it was Ouch. all gone. It's all your fault. And he's had his cell phone with his, you know, new app, and he's looking for it. And Oh, well, that was P.O.D. Ju- but that was June 4th, which seems kind of late for hiking. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like there's more to that. Sounds like there might be a few wrinkles in that story. They very well maybe. Did he have a propane torch? <laughs> I don't know. That's maybe That would more- have solved everything. That's for Appalachian hiking. He could No, I think a lot of people are hiking yeah. the CDT now with propane torches. Okay. Because yeah. if you have cotton, you can cook it up and eat it. Yep. Well, you know, desert hiking, why not? <laughs> eat your jeans, man. Don't starve. Eat your jeans. <laughs> so there was a very big fire uh, near Flagstaff, the slide fire. 18,500 evacuations. So the part of the Arizona oh, Trail. Oh, gosh. Kind of, yeah. That was, That's um, crazy. Exactly. Very, very big fire. These are all this year? Yep. Wow. And Colorado uh, is all wet. And well, this part, down San Juan, is actually below level. I okay. mean, it's still snowy. Oh. But compared to normal averages, okay, we're, we're shellacked with snow. But shellacked, shellacked, yes. Put that in the magazine. And rain too. I don't know. Oh yes, I thought it was going to flood again with rain and snow. That's right. Our last story. Have you seen this new shelter in Waynesboro? They put up for the hikers. Oh God, another one. Well, this is in town for the hikers. Oh, that's a good idea. It has solar panels. <laughs> it has solar panels, at, and you can charge your smart devices. At the shelter. That's awesome. Do they have Wi-Fi at the shelter, too? You know, I it, think they might actually. If they don't have Wi-Fi, I'm not going. It's in, it's in the town, so it, it kind of makes sense. It's an inexpensive place. But it just shows, you know, people are always going around town looking to plug in their smartphones and tablets. So. How many of us hiked with smartphones? Or phones Well, they weren't matter? around then. Did any of us hike with them? No, dude. No, they yeah, but that was then. eight years ago. They didn't have smartphones in 2005 or 2004 2002 They had pocket mail, and we liked it. We liked yeah, pocket right. mail. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back pocket mail. We should start a Kickstarter campaign. Max, did someone already start it? The domain is still owned by an Australian company, and they, yep. s- and they smell. Oh, so they, they sell smell. tablets, I believe. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's pocket mail. Sort of still exists, maybe. Kind of, sort of. Not the pocket mail, yeah. but the name. Was not as we knew it not ten years ago. I just remember waiting in line at the trading post going in the Sierras. Can I use the phone? I'm still on with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck finding payphones nowadays in towns. That's true. Those days are done. I think I have my original calling card. 
from my AT hike that my sister gave me to call home. Oh, really? That had money on it. I used to. I had my number memorized, and a couple times I remember it's a really asking. Long number. It is, but you you dial it enough, you yeah, know that's it. True. And um, I remember stopping at a restaurant near a trail in, in New York or PA or somewhere, and I asked the guys like. At the restaurant, it was kind of dead. It was 2 o'clock. I was like, hey, do you mind if I use your phone? I've got a calling card. And, like, he handed me the phone. I just started dialing numbers, and he kind of looked at me. And I'm sure he thought I was, like, <laughs> dialed in straight long distance. Calling. Yeah. And then I told him, I was like, hey, I've got my number memorized. Trust me. It was, you know, he's like, okay, no problem. Above board. It was above board, sir. But, yes, no, that's pretty much the news. Um, you know, tune in next next time. We'll talk about more old tales from the trails. We're in our rocking chairs and shawls here. You know? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. And he just ran out the door, Mr. Paul Mags Magnati. Let's uh, talk about the West Coast Trail. I think it was kind of serendipity that this all came together because you suggested a movie. Mm-hmm. And at, at the exact same time, I got an email from a guy I used to work with. And he was like, hey, have you heard of this trail? It's called the West Coast Trail. And I was like, well, yeah, actually I have. And I think all of us searched. We couldn't find anyone that had thru-hiked it. And it's only 47 miles long. I know. Maybe, maybe it's too short. But... Um, and don't forget, Trail Groove had a great article about it this past issue. So yeah. It's on our Facebook page. We put a link up to that. So everything just came together. Everything we, came we together. We had very organically. There you go. Make, make D-Lo happy. <laughs> I like my kale organic. Boom. Free range with bacon, kale. With bacon fat in it. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yes. Bacon fat was that. for something else. No, no. Both. You saute that. Well, sometimes you, you could, bacon fat is multi-purposeful. Yeah, but you can actually <laughs> uh, you can actually saute your kale in bacon fat, man. It's mm, to die for. Oh well. Anyway, just check it's to die for. <laughs> if you get a chance, check out the article in the Trail Groove magazine, the latest issue. Very well done. Lots of great uh, photos. Yeah. Our guest fell through, so we're just gonna quite. What I'm right here. Yeah. Well, for the West Coast Trail. Oh, yeah, see, well, that's sorry. the whole reason we had you on, Sidewinder. You promised us you'd hike this trail, and then you're like, I'll hike it before the show, before the actual show we record it, and then nothing, man. Cricket. So, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't get up there. Oh. Well, you know, but if you do go up and do the West Coast Trail, it's roughly 50 miles. Um, that's so a, a short one. You know, it's a great little vacation hike. Though. Most people aren't going to do 20-mile days. I've so, heard that it is one of the most physically challenging hikes I've like it's, it's fifty that. miles of just brutality packed in, and you have I've heard. when they give you the maps, they give you a, a tide chart too. You got to oh. keep the tides in mind when you well, hike. I, I saw on up so there's westcoasttrail.com. They have a list of the shipwrecks that you'll walk by as you're doing the trail. And that, oh, that's what I say. historical junk. Yes, <laughs> but originally this trail, of course, this whole area is known as the Graveyard of the Pacific. It's uh, a really uh, nasty coastline between Tacoma, Washington. And further north, no, I thought camp. that was the Strait of Juan de Fuca. Yes, that whole area is known. Oh, wait, the Strait of Juan de Fuca is up north. Oh, I was thinking of Cape Horn. That's that's much. Cape, yeah, yeah. I thought Cape Horn was the graveyard of the Pacific. I think Delos <laughs> hiked this trail. No, I haven't. Oh. I just know my geography. No, th- no, this is called Graveyard of the Pacific. Yeah, and it's not Cape Horn. Nope. I thought that Cape Horn had a nope. tremendous amount of shipwrecks from yeah. days fact, old. Yeah. In anyway. fact, anyways, it was originally a Marina Rescue Trail <laughs> in 1907. Because it is the graveyard of the Pacific. <gasps> graveyard of the Pacific. Can we get but, some ghost sounds, Disco? I got nothing. What? But, make some. Just make, yeah, make some up. Dude, I, I, I've got, I got no ghost sounds, man. That's all right. How about that? No, it didn't quite cut it. Okay, sorry. 
Max. Anyway, anyway, it's let's part get of the back Pacific, to business here. It's part of Pacific Rim National Park, which is Canadian Park. Um, it's kind of an expensive trail to do, though, with logistics, not counting airfare. About $300 Canadian per person. In fact, you need to take a ferry, permits, part of it's a rescue. If you have to get rescued, it's covered as well. Oh, jeez. So what's, what's the going rate? What's 300 Canadian to American right it's now? Like, roughly the same. It's okay. like 300. 302. American. Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. If you do decide to go, um, it's open officially May 1st to September 30th. Okay. You need reservations in advance May 15th to September 15th. Um, the reservations open April 17th. So you can, Online reservations? Yes. Oh, let's give uh, Parks Canada a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 21st century. Yes. You can, if you do it after that, it's a lot easier to get reservations. But okay. Of course, it gets colder, nastier, but less people. So Now, this trail is kind of notorious for the ladders. And, I, and this is the one thing I know about the West Coast Trail, and I'd heard about this before I'd even done any research. So there's a series of, what, cliffs, where the only way to continue forward on the trail is you have to go straight up ladders right mm-hmm. some of them are very tall i don't know yeah it looks pretty interesting and again you have to keep in mind the tides too so you can do x amount of miles a day but your trails and routes covered with water yeah it doesn't matter how strong of a hiker you are hmm i wonder what the bear factor is out there too that's a good question didn't really say too much in the article D-Lo? the beer well, factor yeah, well, I, th- I think it's 50 miles uh with no resupplies so no beer <laughs> but it was about bears. Oh, man. I thought you said beers. May- maybe I'm starting to sound like Mags now. I'm starting to say bear, bear, bear. <laughs> Picking up a Rhode Island accent. Yeah. To quote the article, though, you mentioned how hard it is. The, the author says, I recall fondly asking our Canadian friends who had done the trail multiple times, why more than once during the harder days of mud and soft sand? The reply was, with time, you'll remember the good stuff. Within six months, I completely understood and agreed with their explanation. So mm. apparently it's a very wonderful, short, but very wonderful, beautiful trail. If you do it and say 10 miles a day, that's a nice little vacation hike. And Dilo, we heard that your neighbor had a near-death experience on the West Coast Trail. He did. I couldn't. He's a very busy man, so I couldn't get him on the show tonight. But yeah, yeah. He, uh, he had a near-death experience on the West Coast Trail. I think he actually ran out of food. And had to hike out like the last day with no food or something. Okay. Uh, but he yeah. didn't use a smartphone to call for help. Uh, I don't think you get any reception on there. I think there's too many nooks and crannies in the coastline, and it prevents the cellular yeah. reception from meeting up with your cell phone. Yeah. So, uh, no, he didn't have it. He wasn't able to call for help. I think he just hmm. toughed it out and, you know, dealed with, dealt with it. But he's also got some, he's got some reserves. Yeah. So he's not about to starve. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Very good. So yeah. what's what's the quickest way to get there? So, you know, like somebody not fly to Seattle? No, you'd want to hike the Pacific Northwest Trail to get there. No. It's oh, in Canada, man. Idea. It's on Vancouver yeah. Island. But you could, you know. Just take a shortcut. Yeah. Take blue, the Pacific blue Northwest blue. Trail to Vancouver Island. You know what you do is you start here, go to the Boulder Open Space. <laughs> 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 then you hike the old... Um, um, aqueduct trail. Yeah. And then which, you jump on the coast to coast, the sea oh, no. to sea trail. No, we're almost done. America then, Discovery Trail. Then you get the Hesse Trail. <laughs> then you get to the Continental Divide. Uh huh. Then you hike north to Montana. Okay. Then you hook a left north. on the Pacific <laughs> Northwest Trail. Okay. Pacific Northwest Trail. Then you take a ferry. You swim. No, you pack raft Vancouver Island. Oh. And I then I you're there. I saw people pack rafting then recently. You're there. What's that? I think I saw people pack rafting recently. You yeah. know, we might be discussing that pretty soon. Yeah, a little uh, 
Mag's Media Music. Is it the future well, of through hiking? Pack rafting? Versus trails? I don't know. I don't think so. But seriously, though, you could fly to Seattle and take a, a ferry to Vancouver Island. Or Vancouver. Or you can take oh. one of the little... Um, if you're going to Vancouver Island, you can take one of the little... Uh, seaplanes. Wa- seaplanes. Ooh, now I, we're I talking. I went on one of those. I went on one of those. It was really cool. But that's part of the reason why it's expensive. You take a ferry. And I, I got gotcha. you. Jeez. Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, for a 50-mile trail, that might be mile per mile. This could possibly be the most expensive trail we've ever discussed. So, so if you fly into Vancouver or Seattle, that's what? At least 300, 400 round trip per person, especially during yeah. peak vacation season. And so it's really only a good trail if you have a moderate trust fund, for example. <laughs> there you go. I like that. That excludes me. All right. Sounds like we need to get a trail yeah, angel to start shuttling people. I'm Hold getting on. low on beer. Before we go to break, let's talk about Smoky Bear versus Woodsy Owl. There's been a bit of a controversy on the, the uh, trail show Facebook page. Well, I would say it's roughly neck and neck. Is what? it? Because Smokey was, he was in the lead for a little bit. Well, you know, one person was very upset. It's, how can you choose one over the other? Uh, because this is America, we That's always right. make choices. That's so right. there are judge two, everyone. <laughs> there are two comments I think kind of encapsulate this whole discussion. Okay, there's uh, Matthew Jackson, aka Pie, friend of ours, and he put Woodsy shirtless Smokey rubs me the wrong way. So I think the the guy with the shirt off with the big hairy chest look kind of like a lumberjack. Yeah, yeah. Some people kind of yeah. skeeved out by that. Yeah, you know? I could see that. Now, but Dylan Southern had a great one about Smokey. Smokey for sure. He bite that owl in half, then drop trout, put out all the forest fire. <laughs> wow! So, so we had some very passionate debates, and you know our, our good friend Junaid says, "Well, how can you choose both because they both have the same message?" That's they, right. So that was kind mm, of the mystery. It's very Buddhist of him. Well, oh, I tell you what, do they both have the same message? Well, once uh, you only they complement each other. They do. No, they're but totally Woodsy's about litter. That's why they complement. Yeah. Each other. Give a hoot, don't pollute, only you can prevent forest fires. Those are two totally different tangents about but taking go, care of the earth. That's why it's compliment. Peanut butter and jelly are two different things, but they go well together. Yeah, come on, D'Lo. Come on. What were you do thinking? You, do you need a dictionary? I actually kind of like my peanut butter with uh, honey. I don't really like jelly with it. Well, you're just weird. Don't worry Of course it. not. Yeah. Here well, or Nutella. Or I like my peanut butter like, with Nutella. I, I'm with you, D'Lo. They're yeah. different messages. Yeah, they are different messages. Well, they compliment. That's, that's when they're different. And yeah. that compass and, are different. And real quickly, <laughs> Woodsy had his run during the 70s, right? And it was a, Early 70s to late 70s. Yeah, it was a pretty short run. And it, as it turns out, there was two different narrators. One of them had a high-pitched voice. One of them had a low voice. And it, depending on which Woodsy PSA you're listening to, and by the way, you're going to hear a few today, but depending on which one you listen to, you might get the high-pitched narrator or the low-pitched narrator. It's kind of funny because they sound nothing alike, but it's the same character. I think it was just Woodsy going through puberty. It could be. Could have been some. Uh, <laughs> he did a bunch pain. of shows before, uh, you know. He grew that hair, and then yeah, afterwards. I like it. You know? Those feathers. Yeah, grew those feathers. Thank you for p- keeping me politically correct. That's right. In honor of Woodsy Al, we're going to play Woodsy PSAs as we go to break during this entire show. So Much with better. that, here's Woodsy Al. I'm Woodsy Owl, and I'm here to tell you about a dirty word, pollution. Help Woodsy spread the word. Never be a dirty bird. Hoo-hoo. Don't paint or write off buildings. That's pollution. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Never be a dirty bird. Hoo-hoo. Turn your radio down. That's noise pollution. In the city or in the woods, help keep America looking good. 
And now shattering the barrier between podcaster and audience. Four hikers with smiles you can trust. The Trail Show. Yeah! Back yeah. to The Trail Show, everybody. Hey, we want to say a shout out and a big thank you to Connor Shreve of the Brewski Reviewski podcast for giving us a whole bunch of new promos. And we've got a ton. So you're going to be hearing him uh, in the next couple shows. Yeah, we, and, we hope and, you dig and it. check out his his podcast, The Brewski Reviewski. Which and is now on iTunes. That's correct. And little and little tidbit. There's a wrinkle in this this story. Yeah. The word wrinkle There's, a wrinkle. There's a wrinkle. There's a wrinkle. Connor Shreve is one of my former students from when mm. I lived in Crested Butte. That's correct. And you're also on his show number two. That's correct. I he did an interview with me. On the Brewski Reviewski. That's correct. And yeah. it's a great show. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, if you're more into really into beer, give it a give If it you're a not so much into nonsense. It's very well done. Doesn't it have too many trails? No. There's lots of beer. Yeah. I definitely don't want to be into trails. No. That's anyway. Right. Anyway. All right. So we've got our, our boy here, Sidewinder, in studio today. And Sidewinder holds a record, at least in my mind, and I'm sure somebody's going to write in and say, I know a guy who it took him 30 minutes longer. But anyway, Sidewinder spent eight hours hitching a ride out of Salmon, Idaho on the CDT and never got the ride. Wow. So let's talk. Let's go back in time, Sidewinder, to that day. Do we need a little go back in time music? Because I've got a little bit of it. Let's go back in time, Sidewinder. To that hot summer day in Montana, you're you'd spent the night in Salmon, Idaho. I did. You got you showered. You got your gear together. You head out to the highway because you need a ride back to the trail. And we should mention it's forty five minute ride back to the trail. It's one of the longer hitches on the CDT and on the Triple Crown. Fifty miles, roughly. Yeah, fifty miles. It's about and, as long as that trail. And so, <laughs> so walk us through that day. You were standing yeah, there. I mean, yeah, you I had mean, your was, breakfast. I'd gone into town, eating breakfast, checked yeah. out of the hotel and everything. I can't wait to get back on the trail. I was feeling good. Okay. I was there in Salmon, Idaho. I was happy I got a ride in. And I just thought, beautiful sunny day, get out trail, start working early. But go over to the last point in town where all the cars are driving by, start throwing out the thumb. Okay. What time in the morning is it? Mid morning, before 10? ten. Okay, yeah, I'd say before ten. I don't. It was it wasn't the crack of dawn? Okay, but yeah, before okay. ten. Okay. What, what day was it during the week? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we we got to paint a picture here, man. Sir, because yeah, weekends you get a lot more tourist traffic. Yeah, we got to we got to figure out why this was such an epic failure, man. We got to pick this thing apart. Now, was the sun was the sun <laughs> in the eyes of the motorists when ooh, you were trying to ooh. hitchhike? Out no, no. I think that. The, the sun at, at fir- well, depends upon which hour we're talking about, but it, it, moved, <laughs> it, it tracked across the sky a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't think it was the sun. Okay. I don't think it was. I, Did you have a sign? I had a sign. Hiker to trail. You're, you had a Follow, sign. Following Delo's thing to write on the bottom of your Tyvek ground cloth. Yeah. Hiker to town. It worked very well. Hiker to trail. Yeah. Okay. For the most part, it worked, but that day, it I'm just, just sitting it. there. So you're you're are you using the sign and the thumb I got or just the sign, the sign out holding two hands okay, thumb smiling. out. So an hour goes by and you're like, wow. Yeah, cars are going by. So I'm like, all right, a little more traffic starts picking up later in the day. And you're like, oh, sh- someone should stop. A lot of people with families in the car going yeah. out. You know, yeah, maybe people going one. to work. I can't remember which day it was. Sorry, Mags. It could make a difference though. But all I know is a lot of cars went by. <laughs> And people were like, how far? Like, they're giving me the short symbol. Like, oh, oh yeah, 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 so yeah. no worries. I, I, yeah. I don't fault those folks. At least they let me know why. Yeah. Or li- yeah. They were lying yeah. to me. I don't care. 
Um, but the people that stop are like, I'll do it for 50 bucks. Oh, no oh, kidding. Oh, my yeah. God. So after a while, like after two hours, people, oh, well, some people are like, really? hey, would you pay my gas? I'll do it for 50 bucks. I'm like. $50? I was like. That's a dollar a mile. I don't have What, are they $50. driving a helicopter? <laughs> dollar a mile? Dude, that's back when gas was cheap, right? Yeah. That's 50 yeah, cents. Yeah, I mean, that was 2006, man. Gas was like, you know, 95 cents a gallon. Yeah. $2 <laughs> tops. Please. I don't know. But anyways, couldn't get it right out. Today, and the sun's getting warm. If you know, I wore all black on all my trails, or at least on my trails. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you start eating your trail food at some point? Like, you're like, well, I've been here three hours now. I'm getting a little hungry. I did take a couple breaks where oh, I, went, I walked. Hitching the, breaks. Hitching breaks. I was like, well, you only can stand in the sun for so long. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Side of the road and be discouraged by the hundreds of cars driving by. Okay. A couple of breaks in the convenience store, some soda, candy bars, yeah, yeah. that type of stuff. But I could not believe... So I so, couldn't get a ride. So then lunch goes by, you take your hitch and break. I mean, it, you know, it's, at what point are you just like down in the dumps, completely defeated, just, you know. That was probably the three to six o'clock. Oh, oh my just, God. I'm just like, come on. I just, all I wanted to do was get back to the trail. And I'm frustrated, but there's nothing I could do, right? I couldn't right. Yeah. So, so, a car. So you started at 10 a.m. and at like 6 p.m. you're just like. This is it. I mean, I, I you, finally got tired. Of standing there and frustrated, like, well, if I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get out of town now and do any meaningful, yeah, meaningful hiking. hiking. So, so what you I was do? all hot. I went back to the hotel and said, "Hi, <laughs> I'm still here. Can I get back in the room?" Uh, and they had the same room for you. I, I actually did get the same room, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> they had cleaned it, so I got clean sheets again. I kind of felt bad, but I really hadn't gotten dirty. Oh, man. That's true. So, so, like, so I didn't have all that grime on me. At this point, were you thinking like? I might not get back to the trail. I just I did, I did got the, think got the about newspapers that. or looking I, for a job. I did think about that. I was like, this could go on. I mean, no one has to stop for me. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> you could be on repeat forever. Yeah. I got you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so you spend the night at the I hotel. I spend the night again. I go out the next morning. I started earlier because you know, I was just like, I got to get out of town. I was tired of salmon. There's nothing else I wanted to do there. Right. And I haven't gone back. I'm pretty sure I don't want to go back. God forbid my car breaks down. I can't get out of town. <laughs> can't get a ride. <laughs> no shop will take my car. Yeah. Um, but I went out the next day. Within 20 minutes, a guy pulls over and goes, oh, hey, I'm going out to my farm. It's only part way. Where are you headed? Told him. He goes, I'll, I'll ride you out as far as the farm goes. But I talked to him on the way up, told him my story. He goes, you know what? I'll drive you the rest of the way. So he actually took me all wow. the way out of his way. So. Came so back there the it is. Day. Well, I have wow. some theories about this. I have two theories about why Let's Sidewinder didn't get a ride. This should be interesting. Well, first of all, we need to set the table a little bit. Sidewinder was in Montana, but he was doing a flip. So he had already hiked half over, well over half of the trail, correct? Correct. I, I started in, at Mexico border and flipped at Berkeley. Yeah. Okay, now... If you looked anything like the way you looked when Disco and I ran into you... In Steamboat. You looked a little rough. Uh, so I probably I'm not, looked a, just a tad bit I better. I bet you looked a little bit better, but I remember when we saw you at the library, I was like, what? That's like a shadow of a person over there. It's a torn up, <laughs> torn up shirt. And... Oh, maybe it was the shirt. looks like Merle Haggard over there And the, the other thing that I remember is that we had we had gone into town, I think, and... Maybe even stayed. We stayed at, at, at Boo and Bill's. We took showers. We did laundry. We went out to breakfast the next day, and I was like, I smell the worst feet 
I have ever smelled oh, in my right. life. That was that was in, uh, and it was after a shower, after laundry, and it was like wow. Yeah, but but the, the people driving by at him aren't going to know. But I that. bet there was a gross green foot cloud around him. <laughs> Probably, and they were like, "Ooh, that shoe stuck." Like big Ben on Charlie Brown. <laughs> anyway, those are my theories. No doubt that uh, I go with the the haggard looking yeah. hiker one. I mean, I, I'm not a big person to begin with. Yeah, but. So you know what would have bothered me most about this is that's just such a waste of a day. Yeah, you I know, just, like, I know. You could have just chilled out in town and watched TV and walked around and ate so many nice meals and just relaxed and just kept clean and just cooled out, you know. But instead, you were just standing on the side of the road, in the sun, trying the to sun, get back just, out. All you wanted to do was leave, and you just couldn't. And it's just, I, I don't know, I. I would have just been so frustrated. Yeah. I would have just been so bummed, you know. Yeah, I, I was really frustrated. Yeah. That was the worst part. I and mean, I started getting angry at people. <laughs> yeah, them. you're like shaking like, your fist at them as they drive by. Get uh, back here! What do you think you're doing? Damn you! Well, well you see, know, <laughs> Pi Pi likes to. He says he likes to hitchhike with the back of his pants down. That way, if people go by him and they look in the rearview mirror after they pass, they see his butt. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I, one I of the didn't have techniques much of left at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. One of the techniques that I found, and you can't really do this in salmon on a busy road, but that hitch into uh, lead ore on that dirt road from Bannock Pass there. When that car is, when those cars came over that pass, I just jumped out in the road (laughs) and waved my hands, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on, dude? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, hi, I'm hiking the (laughs) Continental Divide Trail, and I need to get into town to resupply for my next four day stretch. Can I catch a ride?" Oh yeah, sure. Hop in the back, you know. And it's like I. You forced your, you forced your stop, way man. in. You know, <laughs> so that worked. That worked well for that, but that's not going to work yeah, on a busy exactly. road where no. cars are going forty and, miles and, an hour. And Ladour, everyone has those nightmares. Like, will I get a ride off Ladour? Yeah. When will the next car come by? Exactly. I actually got out of there in less than an hour. Yeah, yeah. 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 But and Pi said that he did the same thing mm-hmm. at Ladour. He like jumped out and waved his arms. And when someone pulled over, they're like, "What's going on?" He was like, "It's a bad situation. I'm totally out of food. I don't have any more water. Like, I need to get to town right now." Like as if he were like yeah, yeah. stranded or like something. Like our, our other friend. Exactly. Earlier. And did they they help him out? Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, they're like, no in. way, dude. Well, <laughs> but Nacho. That's true. Nacho tried the same technique, and and you know he was like, hey, you know, I just need a ride down to Ledor. Um, it's just down the hill, and the guy was like, nope. <laughs> and he backed up and then he drove around him I, I stu- at Bannock Pass I, I stood on the cattle guard so they couldn't drive there was that cattle guard there with the fence so I stood on the cattle guard and they couldn't drive around me so you coerced them great that's a good idea All right, since we're on the topic real quickly of bad hitchhike stories Sidewinder you do have another classic that happened earlier in Montana and it involves cranberries and Vicodin correct? correct cranberry, uh, cranberry vodka right so what, what, it was Helena, right? You were hitching into Helena? I was Helena? hitching into Helena. I had a short day. That was probably the shortest day I did, like 0.8 from that little campground there on that oh, pass. God. <laughs> Does that even count? Wow, that's sure. awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it counts. It wasn't, it wasn't a zero. Miles. It's wasn't a narrow. Zero. Okay. It's like a nano narrow. Nano narrow. Okay. A narrow. But yeah, so I started out early that day because I was going to spend a zero day in Helena. I had the whole day down yeah. there. Um, and so I'm out there hitching early. Pre seven o'clock, and Ooh, nice. not too many cars came by. But finally, one did come up, and it was driving really slow towards me, okay. but going in my direction. So that was a good sign. About fifty yards from me, he pulls over and just stops on the side of the highway. <laughs> but before he even made it to before you, before he made it to me. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not that's not normal. Yeah, that's that's not when you're normal. like, is he stopping like, for me or what's right? And I, I didn't want to approach him because I didn't. Right. Oh. 
Yeah. Like, I'll let him come to me. He had to go. He was driving that way. Finally, he started moving and comes up, drives on the shoulder, just real <laughs> slow creeping towards me. And I'm starting to get like, all right, finding my pack and my poles, make sure I get them out of the way in case he just decides to floor it. Oh, uh, you're thinking it's like a, he's going to prank you or something. Yeah, I thought he was just going to, you know, either like kind of buzz me or something yeah. like that. So, anyways, he just drives up really slow, pulls over, rolls down the window, like, you need to ride into town? <laughs> and I was like, little boy. Yeah, oh, I, dear. Some candy? <laughs> yeah, so I'm just looking at like, I do need a ride into town. But I was kind of sketched out by it. Yeah. So I was like, my desire to get to town overrode that precaution. Okay. So I threw my stuff in the back um, and got in the car with him. And he's just driving really slow. I mean, it's a four lane highway at the top there, I think, if I remember right. Or yeah, two it lines. is. Four it's lane. really wide. So it's like 55, 60, whatever the speed limit yeah. is. Yeah. He's doing 30. <laughs> How old is this gentleman? 50. Okay, so 50, he, he's, not a, he's not a blue hair. I no, mean, he's... no not, not one of those famous blue hairs that <laughs> okay. so many of us are creeping up towards. Yeah, that's right. Um, just driving 30. I'm just like, all right, making small talk with him, trying to uh-huh. go on. And then as I'm talking to him, I look over, I see some like dried blood <laughs> like behind his ear. And uh, maybe it was coming out of his... I couldn't really tell for sure, but just some dry blood. And looked like he might have had a contusion or something. Like that hit. It looked like he had a rough night. He goes, yeah, I passed out and hit my head on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, okay. yeah. And again, just make a small tuck. Sounds like you were having a good time. Probably had a lot to drink. He goes, yeah, I had a liter of cranberry and vodka. A liter. A liter. A liter. Mm. A one liter. A liter of vodka. A liter of vodka. <laughs> I went and I was like, Wow. That probably would put me out, too. He goes, yeah, I was just talking to some friends, and apparently I just passed out and fell over backwards at the campfire. <laughs> I was like, mm. if I had drank that much, too, I would have done the same thing. Sounds like someone I've seen D'Lo do I similar know. things. Sounds like someone else I know. Anyways. Um, he goes, Could follow that up. As he goes, yeah, I don't think that's what it was, though. It was probably the Oxycontin I took. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So but, on top of all that, he said he took three Oxycontin. And then and the, on top of the leader, on of top vodka. of vodka, and then the next thing out of his mouth was, "Do you want to get stoned?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, I'm all right." But at so, this point, were you like fearing for your life a little bit? He was doing thirty, so I figured any impact we had was not going to be too traumatic. Oh my gosh! But man. it took us a while to get down into Helena. Oh geez! He goes, but you, you made it. I made it safe and sound. He goes, "Where do you want to get left off?" I was like. First, first stop, first, first gas station you see. Let me off there. <laughs> so hopefully the the hitching on the CDT went a little better for you after you know Montana and Idaho. I mean, was there anything even close to those? No, nothing. Okay. Nothing even that's, close. That's good, man. I, mean, I think you paid your dues with those two. I had pretty good luck hitching overall, other than those couple ones. Oh my gosh! All right, now it's time for some iTunes top five. Got a little uh, music this month, and it's not D'Lo's music, so D'Lo, you can't complain. All right. JB55 says, best podcast on iTunes, five stars. I look forward to this podcast every month. If you're an outdoor enthusiast, you need to watch the walkumentary as well. Oh. Very fun and also informative. Grab a beer and hit the trail. Everyone in this room is in the walkumentary. Thank you, JB55, including Sidewinder with his orange rice. That's right. Orange rice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, are your, the food. those are your favorite, That's man. delicious. All right. T-Bits says, get on the trail. T-Bits. Five stars. As part-time dirtbag, college student, and bonus show triple crowner. Ooh. Ooh. 
I can confidently say that TTS is the T-I-T-S. The trail show is a huge part of what keeps me sane and in school. I send myself to sleep every evening with the soothing sounds of my favorite podcast personalities. That's, <laughs> that's scary. What's that person's name? Uh, T-Bits. T-Bits. I need, uh, to, I need to record a little special audio for T-Bits. <laughs> every time a new episode comes out, I only allow myself to listen to one five-minute segment a day. Wow, that's how Dilo reads wild. So that, I can, <laughs> so that I can bridge the gaps between episodes. TTS has taught me numerous backpacking tips like how to prevent monkey butt with bacon fat, how to keep myself warm by burning my jeans, and how to best conceal my nudity while I stand around in trail town laundromats. We're here for you all. Wow, that's just really amazing knowledge to pick up from our show. If you like wine, skiing, yard work, or Wild by Cheryl Strayed, you should listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has to be the ringing endorsement of ringing endorsements right there. Wine? Yeah. Hmm. D'Lo, you like your wine. All right. The Banquet says... Oh. <laughs> we know The Banquet. The Banquet says, best show, five stars. This is my new favorite show, even though I don't hike. I never listen to podcasts, and I'm an idiot. Banquet. <laughs> <laughs> Banquet. That is awesome. You're a manimal. I don't care. He what, is a manimal. I don't care what D'Lo or Mag says about you. You're a manimal. Banquet should have been at man camp. He should have been. Oh man. Uh, we would have never lived if Banquet. Had been <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, stove. I'm not an appliance. Says Rad Show. Five stars. Pod sounds hot. Oh. So I watched the documentary. Yup, she is. Well done, Disco. Awesome show, guys and gals. Makes getting through the workday more animated. Also makes me lose focus at work, because all I can think about now is the next hike. Get on the trail. That's right. And when Disco came home from work today, what did he find his POD doing? Uh, You were laying out in the sun. In my bikini. I know. Because I am officially on vacation. His P.O.D. doing? That's right. I'm his P.O.D. Hey, she said it, man, not me. Not your P.O.D. No, dude. All right. Thank goodness. I saved the best for last. This is from a former guest on the show who gives us four stars. Oh, four instead of five? The (gasps) Onion. Oh, snap. Here it comes. And he says, they can probably think of a better new segment than reading iTunes reviews. Four stars. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I love the show. POD can be a little ruthless, but it's all in good fun. And maybe she'll stop making fun of me after she reads the previous review. More likely, she'll never let it rest. Like Disco and his sound effects in the first few episodes. (laughs) But really, what did I say that was so wrong? Both my sister and my girlfriend do hike slower than I do. Those are just the facts. Uh huh. Anyway, if you're not a longtime listener, it may take you a few episodes to get the inside jokes. But if you're part of the long distance backpacking community, this show will feel just like home. Long winded and wickedly sarcastic at the same time, but home. Oh, that's sweet. That's so nice. The onion. So there was. Have the onion back on the show. I love having the onion in my house. (laughs) You might have to refill your ice bucket. No, when he comes, I'm going to make extra ice. I'll be be making ice all week because I don't want the onion to leave here without being able to fill up his cooler with ice from my freezer. Uh Look, we got to go to break. Terrible. The poor onion man. He's like our whipping boy. It's a good uh, thing he's got a thick skin. That kid. Several layers. 
Yes. When he comes, <laughs> when he comes next time, too, I'm going to let him take a shower before he does the show. <laughs> I'm going to put out a nice, fresh, clean towel and a new bar of soap. Because oh, I know he's got a hard time. He's he's done a lot of hiking before he comes on the show. He, you know, he's been a while since. You know, he's been out in the woods for like 20 days. <laughs> the guy needs a shower, and it's not fair for for me to not let him have him when he's here. So yeah. Okay, oh, you, heard it. you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Dilo's going to give the onion a shower. I'll give him more than that. He can stay the night. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you just realized what you said. You said Dilo's going to give him a shower. I know. It's, it's like a sponge bath. No, it's like a table shower, <laughs> you know, free table shower at the massage parlor, that kind of shower. So is Dilo going <laughs> to let him take a shower, or is Dilo going to give him a shower? Yeah, I don't know. It's a little ambiguous, Dilo. He's just going to rip off some of that hair shirt. And use it as a scrub. As a loofah. A loofah. <laughs> and scrub off the top layer of the onion. Wow, this would be a great bonus show. <laughs> wow. Okay. All we right. need to do a bonus show about the onion. We got to go to break. Here's, okay. here's Woodsy the Owl. Thank Al. you, Onion. Hi, I'm Woodsy Owl, and I want to thank you for doing a great job in trying to stop pollution. But we need more help. We can't do it all. So help Woodsy spread the word. Never be a dirty bird. No matter where you go, come on, you can let some people know. Give a hoot, don't pollute, never be a dirty bird. In the snow or on the sand, help keep America looking grand. Oh, help Woodsy spread the word, never be a dirty bird. No matter where you go, you can let some people know. Broadcasting live from the People's Republic of Boulder, it's The Trail Show. I think my ears are bleeding. <laughs> Disco, what the hell was that crap? <laughs> that was horrible. Hey, man, it was a promo. I don't know. You know, they send us these things in the mail. I don't know what shows up. I just play stuff. It, you know, my eighth Good. grade Catholic Ooh. school band would have done better than that. Uh, no. That may have been an eighth grade Catholic school band. I thought maybe the monkeys had progressed long enough to start playing <laughs> trumpets or something. <laughs> Pretty close. All right. Uh, I, I actually like that, Disco. Uh, thank yeah, you. You're Thanks. welcome. Thank you. Thank I'll, you. That was very nice. I'll let our audio engineer know. Very good. I think we have an opportunity that has presented itself to call Kevin Vest. Maybe we'll play a prank on him. Oh, jeez. D'Lo, you're going to be leading this call. Really? I don't know what to say. I, I, didn't, I, do. I didn't prepare for this. I didn't rehearse, man. It's on the cuff. Yeah. I'm not good Where at it. Where did he go? What? <laughs> oh, he's, maybe he's playing a prank on us. Yeah. Dilo, you did tell him we you were just, calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey, it's Kevin. Hey, Kevin, this is Mags, Dilo, Disco, POD, and Sidewinder from the Trail Show. How are you doing? 
I'm doing well. What uh, what happened there, man? What happened? You picked up on like the twentieth ring. Did you like run out <laughs> to the store? No, I'm actually eating right at the moment. Oh. Do we interrupt your dinner? Uh no, it's it's fine. Just a little sandwich, some fish stick sandwich. Ooh, Ooh. delicious. Little Gortons. High class. <laughs> <laughs> a little Gortons. Well, Dilo wants to talk to you about the beer. Kevin. Yeah, go for it. Kevin, this is Dilo. How are you, man? Yes, I'm doing well, Dilo. Good, man. I'm He's glad. eating fish stick sandwich. I'm glad to hear that. I, you know, I'd be doing well if I was eating fish sticks right about now myself. <laughs> I would be. Yes. Kevin, we are eternally grateful, and we really want to apologize from the bottom of our hearts for blasphemizing your name on the last <laughs> trail show episode. <laughs> this is on air, man. This is, this is and, on air. And now, this is coming from our hearts, man. We love you, buddy. You sent us beer. Now, Dilo, on the next show, are you going to apologize again for the things that you said already? Uh, I, no, I didn't say anything oh, bad. Okay. Kevin, we'll see how that comes Kevin, out. Kevin, you will have to listen to this show when it comes out on iTunes in a few days or weeks or whenever. And you'll have to listen because it, there was nothing bad said about you on this uh-huh. show. Definitely. I think I'll, uh, I'll give a listen. I'll be the judge. I know POD likes to stir up uh, the pot. Know. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Hey, Kevin, what Dilo's not telling you is that um, uh, the legal department at, at Trail Show actually gave us some advice that we needed to formally apologize to you on air because um, they were worried about lawsuits since you had been <laughs> blasphemed on previous shows. Uh, yeah, I think that was a, um, a good route to go, definitely. I do know it <laughs> well. Well, I, I, uh, I, I haven't had Arrogant Bastard in a long, long time. And yeah. just holding the bottle in my hand took me back to when I first moved to Colorado because that's the first time I had Arrogant Bastard. Mm-hmm. And those were some good times. Yeah. You know, thankfully, some of it I don't remember. But those were good times. So I, I want to personally thank you for that specific pick. Oh, well, you're welcome. Bring I'm actually drinking good... beer at the moment myself. What are you drinking, sir? I'm drinking a uh, local brewery called um, Angel City Brewery. It's their, uh, I believe it's just a single IPA. It's pretty good. Oh, wow. Nice. That Stone IPA you sent us is quite lovely. Uh, did you guys care for the uh, Eagle Rock Brewery beer? The wit? Yeah, the yeah, wit. We got into the wit. That was really good. Phenomenal. Yeah. I felt like I could drink about 12 of those on a hot summer day. Yes. Yeah. Bombers, you mean? Yes. Called bombers? Yeah. Okay. That'd be a Just lot clarifying. of beer, sir. Now, now, Kevin, tell us, do you have friends that work at Eagle Rock and Stone? Um, yeah, I actually have friends that work at what? both Eagle Rock and uh, another friend employed at uh, Stone Brewery down in this. Wow, very cool. And yeah. what? And in Lo- you live in Los Angeles proper? More or less? Yes. Yes. What's the beer scene like in Los Angeles? Are there a plethora of um, craft breweries? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. <clears throat> there was actually one that just popped up down the street from uh, where I live uh, called Ohana Brewery. They're, uh, they're pretty good. And another one opened up um, near my work, uh, Progress Brewery. So, yeah, there's actually uh, quite a lot in there. Lunch beer. Very cool. Oh, wow. That sounds nice. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. We, we have a lot of breweries here, too. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I think it's better. Hey, hey this is off the cuff, man. I'm just trying to keep this rolling. You know? I think it's, I think it's better. Wow. When you, I think it's better when he's asleep. Oh man! How many do we have? Just go, Kevin. Just out of curiosity, what's your favorite segment on the Trail Show? 
Uh, favorite segment. Hmm. This is a good question to ask people. When it's you over? Know, I, I can't say, um, <laughs> the outro I, music? I was digging the um, Ask the She-Hiker. Really yeah! Uh, you yeah. know, we, we dug it too, but... But the She-Hikers they were so smart, they didn't have any questions for me, so... <laughs> Or, or there's just not enough listeners. Yeah. That's, that's but, probably you know, the it, case. It could oh. also have been like he hikers asking she hikers questions. But I think that the male hikers thought that it was like women needed to ask these questions. But, you know. But we are going to do a special bonus show, which will be uh, deep inside the rent tent. So you can look <laughs> for that coming this fall. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, let me ask you another question. Yep. Would you pay money to listen to the trail show? <laughs> <laughs> if we no. became if we became a paid oh, subscription uh, only here we go. podcast, five dollars a month, would you pay it? I, I don't think so much I'd pay, but it, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. I definitely think you're you're our uh, test market. So now that we know that no one would pay, <laughs> you know, we'll kibosh that idea that D that P uh, that D-Lo's been pushing for years now. I don't blame the guy. He just wants to quit his day job. You know? Exactly, right. man. And I could just move mulch all day Stay home long, full-time with this dude. kid. Kevin Vest, you got any hiking plans this summer? Uh, yes, I do. I'm actually doing the uh, John Muir Trail. Ooh. Oh, nice. oh, lovely. When do you Very start? Nice. I'm starting on, I believe, July 26th. Mm, very good. Cool. Yeah, we're, um, we're currently, we have permits out of... Um, not out of Happy Isles, but out of uh, Glacier Point. So okay, and uh, we're planning on doing it in about fourteen days. Um, it's going to be the longest uh, trip that I've done so far. I've only done things about seventy miles or so. That's my top so far. Very cool. Oh, nice. Oh, awesome. Uh, seventy, one hundred fifty, two thousand. Pretty much is the same after that. <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. This this hike is going to determine whether um, I decide to do the uh, the PCT uh, next year. So. Oh, you'll do it, Ke- Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I I did the same thing. I came out and I hiked the JMT in '02 to see if I wanted to do the PCT, and sure enough, in '04 I hiked the PCT. Man, it's a slippery slope. I'm going to warn you right now, <laughs> and you're headed right down that slippery That's slope, right. sir. It's the gateway. Don't do it, man. Well, you know, the, the JMT hike. is the gateway hike. Yeah, and if you're not careful. It might be someone's basement doing a podcast about it, like <laughs> many years later. Don't do it, man. That's right. Keep your job. Though I don't plan on going um, northbound. I think I'm in the southbound. Oh. oh, you know that's how I would do the PCT if I did it again. Yeah, yeah Wild, the movie Wild is supposed to come out, I think, in December, November, and I'm not trying to go out. They're making crowd, a movie. But... Yeah, we're actually oh, yeah. we're actually partnering with Wild. Um, <laughs> we're going to do some kind of promos. We're going to promote Wild on the show, and they're going to promote our podcast. We're going to have Reese on. She's yeah. going to be yeah. our guest yeah. next yeah. month. All right. Yeah. yeah, and we're we're actually going to need a man in LA who could do some red carpet interviews. So, Kevin, I don't know what your availability is around uh, first week of December, but we may have a little side job for you. Awesome! I can definitely be your embedded reporter. Do you know Reese, Kevin? Do you, are you are you on good terms with Reese? You know, we haven't talked in uh, many months. But, oh, uh, she may return my calls. We'll She's going to be on the Red Tent episode. She actually had a restraining order put out on Kevin, but that's a yeah. story for a different day. <laughs> and we're going to ha- Cheryl's going to be on one of the episodes too. It'll be great. What can, what can I say? Hey, Kevin, we want to thank you so much for this beer. That's it's, right. It's quite lovely. We're, all five of us are sitting here enjoying it as we speak. Enjoying yeah. it. Awesome. Yeah. And, and Kevin, I've actually really made a, a wonderful art installation with all the styrofoam peanuts that you packed the beer in. <laughs> oh, God. So I'll yeah. have to, Here we go. I'll have like to take a picture. Yeah, I did like it a lot, man. It was very well. It was a really good packing, dude. 
no I'm just damage. Glad it got there in one piece. I'm yeah, worried. no damage. No broken bottles. I'll have to. I'll have to put up a link to my styrofoam art installation on our Facebook page, so you and our other <laughs> listeners can see. Maybe it. you could have like glued it in your basement for like sound. Yeah, damage. I was wondering, yeah. guys, uh, are you guys planning on going to the uh, Great American Brew Fest? This oh week? yes, we'll be there. Are you going to be there? You know what? Uh, me and my friends are talking about it, so if we can coordinate, I'd definitely like to meet oh, you yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Kevin, I tell you what. If you get tickets to GABF and we have tickets the same day, same time slot, you're rolling with us, sir. You and your buddy, you're rolling with Trail Show Crew. Awesome. That's right. Sounds great. All right. Anything else, Mr. D'Lo? No, I just have to get him a picture of my, uh, Kevin, i got to get you a picture of my art installation. <laughs> made. That's all. It's right next <laughs> to his art installation that's made of disposable diapers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one smells a little odd, though. Yeah. Hey, hey, Kevin, just have a great time on the John Muir Trail. That's right. Enjoy. And oh, thanks, thanks for the so beer, buddy. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, you too. Take it easy. And there he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, it was Kevin Vest in Los Angeles, California. That's right. Woo! Thank you for the beer, sir. Mags, wow. you're not clapping. What, you love using your hands. What, what's the problem? <laughs> I, I gave a woo. Use your hands all the time. I know. Well, I talk with the hands. I don't necessarily clap. Oh, I see. Let's talk about trips of the past month. We've okay. been on a few. We've been on a few. Some, some were legit. Some were illegitimate. Some uh, were very, uh, some were trippy. Some were trippy. Let's start, let's start with Staunton. So after Mags... Okay. After Mags's five-star recommendation last month of Colorado's newest state park, Staunton State Park, P.O.D. and I went out over Memorial Day, and we did a 14-mile loop hike. This was P.O.D.'s first time ever stepping in the state park. It was My cool. first time ever hiking. And how'd you like so it? Oh, first time like hiking, huh? It was great. You know, it's, uh, there's a 14-mile loop, perfect, really easy hiking, too. I mean, we did it in, I don't we know. Six hours. Yeah. And we took... Two breaks. It's you know what the trails are take, really nice. We did not take Delo style breaks, however. No, they were very. But quick. it was great. Long it was uh, the trees. There were some nice flowers, and I was really surprised at how um, foresty it is. Yeah, yeah. When you first start the climb, you know, I did another hike in um, in the Lost Creek Wilderness during this past month, and it was the same thing. Like. It just feels like there's so so much of your time when you're hiking in Colorado. It's like very arid and pine trees and aspens, and you don't get that kind of like damp, dark forest feeling very often in I like Colorado. The East Coast, right? And when, that's fine. I mean, that's why a lot of people hike out here. But it was kind of nice to to have that. So, yeah, I can cool. see that. Yeah, it was neat hike. We actually hiked up to that old sawmill that we to had talked about. But to see the <laughs> junk, and the junk was cool. And, it, yeah, it's a neat hike. Although, I, I will say, on Memorial Day, on that Monday, Ooh, we saw a lot, a lot of, people. of people out there. And yeah. I was surprised because I still thought, you know, no one knows about this state park. Well, they do, especially on Memorial Day. Yeah. It, it was a bit busy. Well, it's very close to a lot of the suburbs of Denver. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fine. I mean, it wasn't, like, crazy. Yeah, it wasn't too crazy. And we I found mean. a nice hidden spot to have our lunch break, so that was nice. Yeah. And they're building more trails there in the near future. Yep. So. Yeah, and the, I mean, the trails are brand new, so it's, you know, all the trails are immaculate, well-groomed, well-maintained. It, it's just, and we saw a lot of trail runners out there, and I can mm-hmm. see why. I mean, even um, the, the elevation gain and loss, there's lots of good switchbacks, lots of good engineered trail. D'Lo. Are the trails open to mountain bikers? Yes, some of the trails are, some, some of the are trails. not. Most yeah. of them are, I Most think. of them are. Most of them yeah. are, yeah. 
And did you a- encounter any mountain bikers? Yeah. We did. Were they courteous or were they assholes? They were courteous. They were courteous. They were courteous? Wow, cool. Yeah. Nice. Most mountain bikers are. Yeah. yeah. Especially in Colorado. Yeah. Actually, I'll throw this out there. Most mountain bikers are courteous when you are not in proximity to Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> is that a fact? That is a fact. Uh, because here in Boulder, Colorado, everybody who is a mountain biker is like trying to be like an IMBA sponsored like uh, mountain yeah. bike racer, and they are all better than you, and therefore they're all very rude to other mountain bikers. But you go mm-hmm. to Jefferson County, everybody's very courteous. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. I went and did a little overnight hike in the Lost Creek Wilderness by myself. <gasps> it was the weekend of man it camp, was the which we'll of man talk camp. about shortly. Yes. And I was at home, and I was like, gosh, I really need to scrub the stove. And then I was like, no, you no. You really need to go hiking. I was like, I am not going to stay home and like do cleaning while my husband is at man camp. This is like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't shoulder this burden. <laughs> this like is terrible. In the 70s. Yeah, it was terrible. I was like, no, this is not happening. So I like very quickly threw all my stuff together and drove to uh, the trailhead there, and, and uh, I hiked near Bailey. And I, I just hiked in like five miles or so. I got up to about 9,000 feet and I found this little campsite and it was awesome. It was really spectacular. I packed in a couple beers, looked at the stars, ate my little sandwich, read a book. Nice. Which, was, which and I didn't trail? see a single person. It was really nice. Which trail? No had? Boy Scout troops. It goes up to Payne Mountain. Oh, I was just there this weekend. So there's like a point where the trail forks, and I think most people go up the left fork that goes along the river, mm-hmm. and I went the other way. Towards Craig Park. Yeah, perhaps. I don't remember, but it was really nice. I loved it. If you come to a fork in the road, take the road less traveled. Well, I didn't know it was the less traveled one, but it turned out to be. All you have to do is look. Whichever no. path is less traveled, no. take it. So while POD was out doing that hike, me and Mr. Mags over here were and up, friends and friends were up in Allen's Park, participating in the annual man camp, which basically means we eat lots of really bad food. We drink a smidge, way too much whiskey, and we go, we did do a pretty solid hike. Yeah, and see that's the thing. When I got this email, I was told. This was a car camping weekend. You got a big fire. You bring all your camp chairs, all the heavy stuff. Cool. You're just, you're just sitting around camp. You're drinking beer. I get there, and they're like, oh, we're going on an eight-mile day hike. So you went up Twin Sisters? We went up Twin Sisters. Uh, snowy, not snowy? Not there really. There was some s- small amount of snow. Not right, kind of in not that forested bad. stretch but, before you hit tree line. Yep. Well, what yeah. was really cool from the flood last year, this whole swath of the mountain is just gone. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Big, big mudslide. Now, do you guys always go up the same? Do you always do the same hike? No. Oh, so it's not Delo style. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that is that is probably the, the best day hike in the area. Yeah, it's um, eight without, miles round trip. was about 2,500 feet gain, roughly. Without yeah. going into the park. I think you top out at 11.4. With a great view of Long's Peak. And the divide. And, yeah. Hmm. And all the mountains up at Pagoda. Oh, keep that yeah. in mind. It was a really nice view. It's, it's a great day hike if you're coming from out of town and want to get that above tree line feel. But don't want to go up Long's Peak or anything higher because you get the experience without the death march if you come from sea level. Exactly. And the other thing, so so like the deal with man camp, it's kind of like Fight Club. You know, <laughs> we, we can't even really talk about it. But um, we did mention there was whiskey. Um, I've never seen, I've never seen Mags drink that much whiskey in my entire life. <laughs> and and I was just he was you know the shots were going back like Kool Aid, and I was like. This is incredible. And I was like, 
is he invincible? And then, and then at some point late in the evening, Max was like, oh, oh. And, I, and he, he was having trouble getting out of, up out of his camp chair. So he got out of his camp chair. He walked over to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I t- and, and he it, it just barfed. And at that point, I saw Max stumble over to his tent. He actually fell. Before he got to the tent, he hit the rain fly, and then he crawled into his tent, and that was it. That's the last we saw of Max. Max, my hat is off to you, sir. If I had drank that much, I'd still be up there laying on the ground. And who's cooking breakfast the following morning? Max was cooking bacon the following morning. And I think the reason is because you you were able to get rid of all that horrible toxins. (laughs) Yep. What wait, wait, can you whiskey? play that sound effect just a couple more times? No. Like no, no, two no, no that's more. it. We, do, we can't ever do that no. sound effect, please. I, I confess, once a year I tie one on. And, oh, you know. tied one on, sir. And let me tell you, I, I tied one on too, but nothing in comparison to you. When, I mean, when Disco got home from man camp, he looked and smelled rough. <laughs> like Sidewinder on the CDT rough. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. That's an insult to Sidewinder. Yeah, I'm just sidewind. a little worried that next time... Uh, Dilo's going to offer me, like, I went off from a shower and a clean bed before. No, you smell great tonight. <laughs> so, a fair amount of our friends like hiking, but they don't want to backpack. So, this is a, it's a happy medium. Except, you know. Oh, and by the way, your buddy Kevin cooked some phenomenal steaks that night. Yes, he did. I've never had, I mean, trail Over steaks. The fire? Yes. Yeah. Phenomenal. Now, take some skill. I'm just going to say shout out to Kevin on that. Sidewinder, any trips this month? Have you done any trips in the last four weeks? No. How about in January? Yes, January. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I went on a trip. No. Yeah, yeah I did. Dilo? We went camping. Where? With the child, Angel of Chavano Campground. The child right. is Leo. Yeah, and we weathered out. Like uh, we, we rolled in there on Saturday afternoon, and yeah. it started raining right about after we got there. Thankfully, our group campground had a picnic shelter. Covered, covered? Covered picnic shelter. We, otherwise, the, the, I think the most, shelter. It was mostly families, you know, yeah. children. That's a good point, Sidewinder. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we actually had a great time. It was cold and wet, but our child stayed warm. And uh, we actually had two tents. We had, because Leo found it to be very amusing to try and sleep in the same tent with us. Was one tent for pooping? Uh, no, one tent was for Leo. One tent was for us. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So we had that, a. Pa- that's we, how Tanya and Hearsay do it. Yeah, and it, it actually worked out pretty well yeah. because he, you know, you try to put him in the tent with us, and he's just like, close your eyes, and he like scrunches his eyes as hard as he can and like grimaces. He's like, I'm trying to sleep, I really am, but I can't. It's too fun in here with you guys. So we uh, put him in like, all right, dude, it's time, it's time, and then we put him in this little crib, yeah. you know, this portable, the portable pack and crib, play, the pack and play, yeah. in the other tent, and zipped him in there, listened to him cry for five minutes, and he's out, and it's just like, ah. Wow. That's exactly what Tiny and Hearsay yeah. used to do. They had a pack and play in yep. a separate tent. Yep. Now, now, tell me this. You guys went with some other couples that yes. also had kids. There was a lot How of many? There. How many people are we talking? Uh, there was probably five families at the Ooh. height. Maybe maybe five or six families at the height. Everybody had at least one kid. Most people had two. Um, most Mostly it was couples. There was one father and just his son there. Okay. And uh, it was pretty fun. You know, it's that's actually a really good situation for family camping because... 
your kids get to play with other kids and the adults just kind of get to hang out and, uh, you know. You take turns watching the kids. They've got these, like, nice. vape, the adults have the vapo pens, the edibles, the beers, you know. It's, whoa, it's, whoa, it's vapo man. pens, man. Fantastic. We need to get them as a sponsor on the they're show. Pretty, right. They're pretty pricey. I think it's kind of like the hippie thing, man. Okay. Yeah. The hippie, you know, kind of. Hippie or hipster? Again, I'm confused. Yeah. It's probably hipster. It's not hippie. Hippies don't do that. Hippies no. have, like, big bulking glass pieces. Hip bubblers. <laughs> fill up with water. Bulking. <laughs> Big, yeah. <laughs> yeah, big, big bubblers, you know. <laughs> at least, at least when I knew hippies ten years ago, that's what they had. I don't know what they do anymore nowadays. All right, yeah, nice, yeah. Sidewinder, still no trips last month. Yeah, he still, <laughs> you, you could try again, but there but was January, still. But January, but January, January did a trip. wasn't really a backpacking trip, but my wife Anne and I went over to the Philippines for a couple weeks. Wow, did a little island hopping, some island hopping on some boats shortly after that big typhoon went through and oh jeez, yeah, ripped up hmm. a bunch of stuff, but um. It was still really nice, relaxing. Did some scuba diving afterwards, and scuba's a new thing for me. Are there such thing as, like, scuba trails? So, like, you scuba from one start point to another? I, I never thought about it that way, but at every dive we did, yeah, the dive master went over, like, we're going to drop in here. Yeah. There's a little bit of a current. We're going to kind of see these things and then go. What about, what about long-distance scuba? Packing. I don't know if you can do long. What, well, why not? Down. What if you got it? What if you could resupply your air tanks? What if you What if you scubaed like ten miles, fifteen miles, pulling your food behind you, came up at a dive institution, right, or a beach, and then had your you know refilled your air tank that night? You know, maybe left it open overnight so that the air went back into it. <laughs> and then the next morning, uh, yeah, it's not like with jars the tide. There. Okay, <laughs> that's the crickets. That, all right, that's, well, okay, that's fascinating. Okay. But, okay. Why were there all those crickets? Uh, D-Log does bring up an interesting point: the, the advanced scuba thing. You have to navigate with the map and compass on the oh. water. So if you lose visibility, really? wait a minute. I mean, I'm not, I'm like not checked mom. out that far, but compasses work underwater. Compasses work underwater. GPS units do not. Yeah. Okay. That's a, this is good information. It's just about magnetic pull. Yeah, but yeah, you, you have to go out and be able to track uh, like a course. So yeah. through so to are find you, your way back. Like, if it's turbid or you can't see through the water, you're you're navigating. So were you using a compass underwater? No, no, no. Okay. I, 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 why would you do that? Why would I do that? I don't you know, know. Clear water, beautiful fish, sea turtles. Yeah, that's oh, a lot man. easier than. Muddy water, like on the Atlantic or something this is like, like that. This is like the long distance scuba people who are like scuba, like scuba routing the East Coast. You know, yeah, it's like serious, oh man. Have you God. heard about the scuba routes for the East I Coast? Think, I think you'd have to come up like every hour or so. Man, I think a lot of, I think a lot of thru hikers, a lot of thru hikers are taking it to the next level and they're <laughs> swimming via scuba from Key West to Cape Gasp. <laughs> All right. no, I thought you were going to say from Cape Gas right. across, across okay. to Atlantic, where, where the, oh. the, the, the chain continues. But that's oh. you kind of that's that's a long waterless stretch. Max, I have two trips. Oh, why did you hold up three? Oh, it's more waving. I my think hand. it was just oh. using his hands. Go figures. Yeah. What do you well, got? Uh, I actually went to Lost <laughs> Creek Wilderness last weekend as well. Same trailhead. Awesome. Out of Bailey. You went with Pod. No, I took three people from work who've never been backpacking before. Ooh, the Greenhorn trip. Yes. One's never been camping. Oh, wow. Yes. So I gave all my some loner gear. And a little tip. When someone says they have sleeping bags, they mean they have the old Coleman rectangular I bag. I the four-pound bag. I mean, they were warm enough, but, man, it's bulky. But 
And one person was amazed. Bulking? Would you say it's bulking? <laughs> bulking, bulky, yeah. <laughs> and they were amazed because they went car camping. One of the guys at Rocky Mountain last year in September, and he was, I was so cold. So would you use for a sleeping pad? What do you mean sleeping pad? Isn't that just for comfort? Oh, uh, no. So I, I lend him a foam pad. He's like, I was so warm last night with a pad underneath me. Yeah. But I mean, if you've never wow. done it. If you, yeah, you wouldn't true. know. You wouldn't know, right? But we went six miles or so one way. Uh, maybe about 3,000 feet gain, so a decent trip. Oh, yeah. Stiff. Yeah, but we went to Craig Meadows, um, not too far from where PewD was camped. And they Craig were, Meadows! Yeah, and it was just beautiful. And they were like, oh, this is so great, and they've <laughs> never done anything like this before. And they said, oh, they said, but from now on, I'm just going to stick to car camping. <laughs> Craig uh, Meadows! Oh, really? You, <laughs> if you only did six miles, you were a lot easier on them than P.O.D. was on her girl trip um, last year. It's not called a girl trip. It's called a red tent trip. Sorry. No, but they were very so- thankful, and they were so- really cool. Sorry. And I went to D- one of D.Lo's favorite places, the Comanche Grasslands. Ooh. Oh, yes. He loves it. He but likes- I, haven't, I have yet to go there. We're going to go there soon because I hear it's a very family-friendly car camp. Wait until well, about July. August. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Well, actually, no. That's when I'm going to be doing the Arizona Trail. Ah. Uh, okay. August, right. July and August. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny you mentioned the. For one thing, Comanche Grassland is a lot different from Pawnee. There's actually canyons there. Oh. You can go into it. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of Pawnee. No, Pawnee is a lot different from Comanche. Comanche, you go into a picket wire canyon, and um, there's actually a lot of. There's an old Spanish mission there. Now, the Max, 1780s. correct me if I'm wrong, and you would know this, but wasn't Picket Wire Canyon under threat of being annexed by the U.S. military for a that is uh, correct a testing ground for nuclear weapons? No, just for our, um, Car- Fort Carson, there's a training maneuver. So it wasn't going to be nuclear weapons? I don't believe so, but I could be wrong. But I know Fort Carson has a training ground nearby. No, you're right. I just threw that out there. I was lying. It's not actually nuclear He was weapons. trying to trip you up. Oh, okay. I wanted to test your knowledge of the, the, the facts. All right. All right, Max, second trip. <laughs> All right. But anyway, so there, what's really cool about this place there's a Spanish mission from the 1780s in there. Yeah. And they have the largest collection of dinosaur prints in North America. Come on, Those man. are fake. Dude, stop. Sauropods. You do understand that those that's a Hollywood thing. Well, I think people from Kentucky place it there. Yeah, yeah. From the museum. Yeah. But what happened, though, it was unseasonably warm. Um, according to the bank thermometer, it was um, at 6 o'clock at night, it was 89 degrees in La Junta, which is a local town. You know, it gets uh, hotter in the canyon. La is fun, man. Well, I'll get into La Hunt in a moment. But, so it's probably <laughs> floating around 100 degrees in the canyon. We're Whoa, oh, that's sweet, warm. And we May? did about, we did, oh, yeah, we did about too hot. 16 miles round trip. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Jeez. It's been pretty hot out east. Yeah. But spring. it's a great place, especially when the mountains at the time were all full of snow. But the best thing about La Hunt, if you ever go there, they had um, Lucy's Tacos. It's mm. an honest-to-goodness, old-school taqueria. Ha- at least half the people were speaking Spanish. P.O.D. Yeah. P.O.D. Can Very you uh, Taqueria. Thank you. Thank you. Taqueria. Caniceria. Taqueria. Can you say that and maybe roll your tongue a little? Taqueria. Something like that. <laughs> That's not how they talk. Taqueria. I think the R is at the end of that. There's no R. No, I, was, I wanted to roll into it, man. I wanted to roll into it. You can only roll into it if it starts with an R. Like Rolfo. Rudy. Rojo. Sorry, Rojo. Max. Did we? Red. Uh, it's all good. That's pretty much it. Rojo. And I'm throwing my oh. trail tip of the month over to P.O.D. That's right. This is very exciting. I forgot about this. So, so you should know, a couple months ago, 
POD did a dirt bag energy chew, which, correct me if I'm wrong, it was gummy bears and caffeine pills. That's right, to replace shot blocks. <laughs> okay, so this because month. Shot blocks are very expensive, and it's like gummy bears and caffeine pills mixed together. So my idea was just take them separately. So now I had another idea. All, all because of Costco, right? That I already do anyway, but it just occurred to me. So I was in the Costco. And this lady was trying to push her stupid energy drink on me, you know, like some special water. And I'm just not a fan of any of those. <laughs> it, was, it was kosher water. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I'm not a fan of any of those drinks, really. Any of those. Reversed ionized water. Electrolytes and all that kind of stuff, drinks. And she was just, you know, and she was being friendly enough. And she's like, I have this and it's better than water. And I was like, yeah, that's not really possible. And I was like, you know, I'm happy with water. And she was like, yeah, but this, this will get you all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Because it was like 9.30 on Saturday morning. And I was like, well, actually, I just finished running 13 miles. I'm already awake. And she was like, well, this will replace all the electrolytes that you lost during your run. And it occurred to me that one of the things that I love to do after a long run is drink water and eat potato chips. And so instead of buying this fancy expensive, hydrolyzed, electronic, whatever it is. <laughs> electronic water. Reverse osmosis. Water. You can charge a USB Just device Just go to the there. drinking fountain or the nearest river water source and dip and sip and throw down a handful of potato chips. Done and done. Electrolytes replaced. Yeah, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. POD's trail tip of the month. That's right. The dirt bag electrolyte drink. Water and potatoes. Not mixed together, though. Yeah, no, no, separately. I suppose you could ma- make a little mash. Mags yeah, would. Gross. That's Mags, Mags is all over that. Have you eaten potato chips and mushed them with your water to consume them together before? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and with that, we got to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be doing Ask a Hiker. We've got a movie to review. We've got some mailbag. We've got some shout-outs, some donors. But first, Woodsy the Owl. Hi, I'm Woodsy Owl, and I'm here to tell you about a dirty word, water pollution. Kids, it's up to us to keep our lakes and streams clean and beautiful. We've been polluting the water with all kinds of junk, like paper, cans, and gooey gunk. It looks ugly, and it's killing our fish and ducks. Please don't throw junk in the water. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. In the city or in the woods, come keep America looking good. Grab a brew. The Trail Show is back. And we want to give Kevin Vest a little love. P.O.D., you've got a bottle of... A little shout-out. Arrogant Bastard. The Arrogant Bastard. It says, this is an aggressive beer. You probably won't like it. It is quite doubtful that you have the taste or sophistication to be able to appreciate an ale of this quality and depth. We would suggest that you stick to safer and more familiar territory Maybe something with a multi-million dollar ad campaign aimed at convincing you it's made in a little brewery or one that implies that their tasteless, fizzy yellow beverage will give you more sex appeal. And it goes on from there. But the best part is at the bottom. It says questions or comments. If you don't like this beer, keep it to yourself. Bam. We don't want to hear from you or any sniveling yellow beer drinking wimps. Because this beer wasn't made for you. Yellow beer drink. No snivelers. All right. Thank you, Kevin Vest. Max, do you still have a no snivelers sticker on your vehicle? I do not. We got to get you another one. Yeah. I had it in my truck. That was a classic Mag sticker. No sniveling. No sniveling. That music can only mean one thing. 
It's time for mailbag. It's mailbag. This is like Charlie Brown. Hey, is it, is it time for mailbag, guys? It is. Oh, wow, it's time for no. mailbag. Let's get our letter opener and open no. some mail. I feel like we're gonna have a Charlie Brown Christmas special. Okay. Can't you just see Snoopy like dancing on the ice right now? <laughs> yes. That's kind of what these letters are like. Yeah. Actually, okay. I, think, I think I'm seeing Snoopy dancing on the ice because of all the marijuana I ate earlier today. <laughs> well, that's, that's okay, different. should I start with uh, trauma? Start Please. wherever you may. Okay. Actually, start with trauma because that's a follow-up to a story okay. from last month's show go. about the mealworms. Fantastic. Disco, I am listening to your new show right now and just had to drop you a line since I am cracking up. I had the same thing happen to my pastoronis in Castella in 2004. Worms all up in there. I was repackaging Ugh. them into Ziplocs behind the post office when I noticed. So I brought them back to the store to return them. The cashier was disgusted and went back to tell the owner. The owner said he didn't care and wouldn't give me a <laughs> refund. <laughs> oh, my God. Or, or let me swap them out for different things. The cashier felt so bad that she told me to grab a beer from the fridge and just walk out with it. To make a long story short, I had to eat those meals the next few days since I wasn't about to hitch to Shasta City. You Trauma. Know, oddly enough, we had some audio from, from the, um, the cashier. Grab a brew. The trail show is back. <laughs> it's crazy. Very deep voice. It's funny you mention Castella because that's where the first time I met Disco. That's true. Really? First and last time. I think we kind of ran no, into each... No, we met earlier today. Well, <laughs> in your meeting right now. In 2004. That, that's a good point. It wasn't. It was the last time in '04. Anyway, I'm, I've had a what couple. What happened to the audio from the cashier? Was that our new? It was a quick no. clip. It was. A that quick. was our new. That's announcer. what she said. The trauma. <laughs> she said, beer. "Grab a beer." It's time for the trail show. Dilo, okay. please. I know. He's so cra- crabby. <laughs> uh, okay. Think? Rob from our the trail show website says, "Guys, how could you possibly say America has the best beer in the world?" Obviously, you haven't tried New Zealand beer. What? Send us some. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, we'll take. You want to ship us some beer from New Zealand? Actually, we'll- actually, you can buy New Zealand beer here in the USA. It's there's New Zealand craft beer. I have not bought any of it, only because I look at it and I'm like, my God, why did they send beer from New Zealand? Oh God, here we States? go. Well, Rob from the Trail Show website, here's the deal. Why don't you throw down a PayPal donation, and we will use that money to buy New, New Zealand, Zealand beer. Boom. We will. We'll do it. We'll do it. That's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Trevor Homework McKee from a top Homework. Homework. I know. Can, before I read this letter, can I just say that this particular hiker appeals to me on a personal level? Because being a teacher. Hey, now. His trail name's Homework. Come on. Is that a, not alluring or what? It makes you happy. It does. Okay. From a top Mount Whitney. Just summited Whitney and took a selfie to show my fannery of the trail show. Fannery. That's a new word. I like like that. It's like truthiness. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Caught two brook trout in Crabtree Meadows. First fishing experience ever with string tied to my trekking pole, no less. Hmm. Oh, wow. Sent home my alcohol stove for your guys' advice ages ago and enjoying my jet boil and burning my jeans. <laughs> Good job, homework. That's right. Hope you guys have a great summer. I'll be listening. Trevor McKee, a.k.a. Homework. And we put a picture of homework selfie up on our Facebook right. and Twitter pages, so check that out. He is on top of the summit 
with a sign that says, I don't know, Word em Up Trail Show or something along those yeah. lines. It says, what up? You guys, trail show? you guys lost your alcohol stove? I didn't know you guys... Yeah, no, we were kiboshing the alcohol stove yeah. because of all the fires. The fire danger. Oh, just because of that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's correct. And homework, as he does his homework, followed our instructions. Good job, homework. That's right. You get an A+. Plus. plus. <laughs> um, also, I had a message that I don't have printed out from the Bobby Walters. Hey, now. And her question was about Mags. She wanted to know that if we tied Mags' hands down to a chair... Would he be rendered speechless? <laughs> you know, when I was in high school, my friends had tried doing that. They had me put my hands on my legs and my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> We'd need a straight jacket, Bobby. We'd have yeah. to put a straight jacket on him because otherwise the shoulders would move. That's, That's right. what happened. That's right. <laughs> no anyway. word of a lie. No, no word of a lie. Anything else, P.O.D.? Uh, that's it for mailbag. Okay, very oh, good. We have some bad baloney, though. Well, we, for almost, we have to give a little bit of a shout out. Bernard okay. sent this a wonderful... Oh, that's right. How can we almost forget this that's wonderful right. photo sorry. of Bernard of the Blessed Virgin Mary? Some people the, call it the Bathtub Madonna. The BVM. And <laughs> Bathtub Virgin It's right Mary. across from his house, and there's the BVM in the half shell. That's right. So that's going to be Dilo's yeah. summer landscaping yeah. project is the Bathtub Madonna. So we're going to do a Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> 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 to, to get one for Dilo, right? We want... I want a big one. Guys, listeners, if you're listening, listeners. Well, like when you can actually take a bath in. I, I need a big one, man. I need like a five foot high. But they cut it. You can't take a bath. Bathtub Virgin Madonna. You just but take maybe, the bottom off. Maybe it could be like a hot tub dude. virgin. Yeah, dude. Madonna. Because with the last name like Di Lorenzo, he needs the VVM with his tomatoes and his petunias and yeah, his eggplant. He's got a bowl of pasta as big as his head. I'll just put it in the middle of my lawn. <laughs> I'll put it in the middle and of my lawn. Wouldn't it make more sense if he was a true through hiker to get one of those big cattle trough ones? Those big yeah. Yes. Like the cattle trough. Like the Madonna. Guys, guys, <laughs> guys. Yeah. I'm open to all suggestions. And maybe. Listeners, <laughs> listeners. Kickstarter campaign. Kickstart it. <laughs> DiLorenzo <laughs> BVM. I think it should yeah, be a cattle trough, Virgin Mary, and there should be cow poop in it. Whatever. I'm like, open to suggestions. Like one of those galvanized. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With, yeah. I mean, yeah, not yeah. because of the Virgin Mary, but because, you know, it represents the water of the CDT. Yes. Little, and we want to time it so when DiLo's in-laws come. They'll see the BVM in the front lawn. <laughs> It'd be great. Oh, kid. that might be a, like a 2 a.m. placement, Mags, that we will need Ooh, to do. That's yeah. true. A little 2 a.m., you know, a little uh, midnight run, if you will. So, Bernard, thank you for sending that photo. Yes, that was fantastic. We'll hope to see you on the fall brew hike. All right, it's been a while, but... I, I ate some <laughs> bad bologna. Mags, we got some bad bologna this month. We do, right on our... And almost look at the guy created an account just to post on our Facebook page. Wow. He was uh, really How do you mean? Like, well, because he had no picture in it, and you click on him, he has nothing on his profile. Okay, and so a little bit of background. The photo was sent to us by Buck30. Oh, yeah. And it was a photo from his GET hike of a water source that he actually pulled water out of. That's it. That's the backstory. But what was the guy's comment? Shaggy D... Okay. Shaggy. You're all about two decades out of the fraternity house now, guys. Grow up. That's it. That's it. That's it. I, that I was, was common. In I was, regards to because, the photo? Because there was a poop in it. There was a big cow poop next to the water. My guess is that, um, well, for one thing, any of us in fraternities? 
I am now. <laughs> you are. Yeah. The fraternity, the BVM. I wasn't in college, but, but he is uh, now. That, yeah. But yeah, I'm in a fraternity. That now. sums up our, I guess, our fraternal experience. No, it's not true. I'm in a fraternity now. You didn't hear what I just said? No. It's right, POD. He doesn't listen. <laughs> what, what'd you say, Dilo? What'd You're you right, say? POD. He does not listen to people that talk directly to him. I said, I am in a fraternity now. And you said, crickets, 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 crickets. <laughs> I was looking that for the... about sums up our fraternity experience. And I said, no, it does not. Yeah, I'm in a fraternity I didn't realize now. I yeah. sound like Fat Albert. You do. You guys fraternity's It's better than sounding like Mushmouth. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, anyway. I'm in a fraternity now. Thank you very much. Uh, back to you guys. Okay. Well, it was a pretty mild comment. That's all he said. So he just commented on this picture. Obviously, he's never been Western hiking, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I we need know. more bad baloney than that. Listeners. Onion. Get us some bad baloney, yeah, well, please. You I think, have I reason think... to create a fake Facebook account and give us some serious bad baloney. Yes. I think you Onion's do, review counts as bad baloney. <laughs> no, but no. Four, four stars. stars. Okay, four, Dude, okay. he's, got, he's got time on his hands. He can be more creative than that. Yeah, come on, Onion. us bad baloney. Come on, so. Onion. We want some real bad baloney. I mean, yeah. like rancid. We, need more. we did have someone complain once that fairly recently. We talked about our brew hike, and the guy actually put... More gear, less beer. Well, that's not our show. I know. And I told him, you know, typical for me, I said, that's a great idea. Why don't you put together a podcast? And, and I'm still, I'm, I'm, <laughs> listeners, do I please. need to put out another plea yeah. to the listeners? I mean, I've already done it once. How, how, you know, how much can I beg? People of Ghana. <laughs> People. <laughs> <laughs> People of India. <laughs> we could do a little. All right. People of the Trail Show Nation. Please put out a gear podcast. No, please, Dilo. We can't, Dilo. We can't go down that road tonight. Okay, Don't go stop down the rabbit hole. Stop pushing those buttons. Thank you. <laughs> we just lost him, Max. All right. Uh, well, that anyway. was, it was more like mediocre baloney. It really was. Yeah, that's baloney you could still eat. It's questionable. Whoa, well, this is. I never eat it. Disco. It's true. Okay, please. disco. Yeah, I have at work. I have the air raid siren on my computer. <laughs> and every time the internet goes out, I unplug my headphones, turn up the volume, <laughs> and play the air raid siren at top volume. Really? Yeah, really. What do your coworkers think? What the hell just... what? Uh, oh, that's Mike. Oh, looks... I, where'd my internet go? <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> they think they're related yeah. somehow. And then, and then when the internet comes back on, I have bookmarked the applause. <laughs> Right, but I I don't have the applause. He's got his own sound effects machine have, in his cubicle. Wow! I don't have the applause wave mm. file MP3 what have you on my computer. I actually go back. Okay, online thank you. These are important details yeah. about. I'd how be you happy to send those to you. Do you have? No, I don't want it online. The whole the whole idea is that when the internet comes back up, I can go online to play the applause. Okay, I yeah, got that's you. wonderful. That's do you, do you have them trained that you can just play the air raid siren and they stop working and you can go home because <laughs> they think the internet's down? <laughs> no, usually it's just kind of an, a, a a warning sign like. I'd eventually learn that meant the computer stopped working. I that sounds home. like... All right, we had some donations this month. That's right. Dila, don't make me shut your sounds microphone like a ghost. down. We, we had our, I will. I, these are all regular donations. This is wonderful. Diane Pinkers, Tim Harrell, Elizabeth Giganti, and, of course... The Bobby Walters. And can I just say, Bobby Walters and I are Facebook friends. 
we're Facebook BFFs now. And I'm pretty convinced that Bobby Walters and I are somehow related. Sisters from another mother. I know, because she posts <laughs> the funniest things. Right. So, Real quickly, a shout-out to Elizabeth Gigante. I would say Gigante, but, you know, <laughs> it, it might not be Spanish. It might be Italian. Anyway, she's our newest recurring monthly donor, That's right. and we want to thank you for that. We really appreciate it. But yeah. listeners, yep. don't fret. There will be no need to be a recurring donor in the future because the trail show will be a paid-for Oh, man. Here, we go. Here, we go. here he is. What, what? Why aren't you guys on board with no. like charging no. our listeners? No. Dude, I'm getting tired of that. I've only been here for one show. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but thank all you right. to all of our monthly donors. It's so great. And especially, I mean, Diane Pinkers, Bobby Walters, and Tim, they've been on for, they've been with us for the long haul. They've been for the duration. Side That's wind, right. Sidewinder. What happens is after the show like this, I get a talking to before the next show. But he's and usually they, asleep by and night. And they tell me that I can't say that again. Do you get caned? No, they just say, oh. D-Lo, no more. You got to stop. So probably next show I'll stop. I thought, yes. I, I, I thought Disco was the one that didn't listen when people talked to him. No, I listen. He doesn't. Oh, man. He he, I, do. I like it no, when they guess. They like, haven't, they haven't the said whip that. on the host. He hasn't said Nobody said that to me like yet. It. They haven't said that to me yet. They'll say it to me at the beginning of next show because I've <sighs> beat Max. the dead horse with the stick. And now <laughs> So speaking of Tim Hurl, I've tried the collaboration ale at Twisted Pine. Oh, oh, did you? I did. What did you think? It was pretty good. Okay. Am I a big hop guy, but I enjoyed it. Oh, it's hoppy. It's hoppy. I got to try some. It was pretty good. If you're in the hops, I think people enjoy it a lot. Is it still there? I don't know. It was a couple months ago. Hip. Oh. Hey, the collaboration ale with Swamp Head Brewery. Hop, don't yeah. stop yeah. Out of uh, Gainesville, yeah. Florida. So it was at Twisted Pine, not too far from my home. Yeah, okay. Nice. Well, I might have to peek in there. Which will be on the brew tour in the fall. Oh. The, the, Boulder, the Boulder Brew Hike coming this October. To we got to get FJ that date like a I, year ago. I, I need it now to get the day off. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it there from Max. Okay. All right, the media musings for this month. We're going to be looking over Journey on the Wild Coast. Um, it's about a 4,000-mile journey from Seattle to the Bering Sea by hiking, skiing, and pack raft. It went roughly a year. Jeez, that's a long hike. <laughs> it's a very long hike. Uh, it's by Aaron McKittrick and Brettwood Higman, and it's about the journey along it. <laughs> yeah, we should, uh, we should throw this to the floor. So um... I gave the facts. Let's hear the opinions. So we watched it via Amazon. I don't know how you guys watched it. There's, you know, you can Was do, that that link POD sent out? That, that's correct. That's and Sidewinder, you watched it, correct? I watched it. Okay. Yeah, Start it's streaming finish. on Amazon. So does, does anybody want to, like, break the ice here? And, I'll break it. The okay. journey itself is pretty cool. The idea of it, of going yeah. from. They literally started from their front door. They just walked out their front door. And, the, you know, their friends and family walked with them. Then they made it into, um, you know, Canada. Then they eventually started pack rafting. And. And uh, 10 hours later. <laughs> not quite 10. Uh, I don't know. 90 minutes, so it is relatively short. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And what was, I found interesting is that they were doing part of this in the middle of the winter. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty impressive, actually. And one part I did like about this is that they stumbled upon a reality show. I don't know if you made it to that part. No. So they, they stumbled upon a reality show. The oil, uh, the oil riggers or the gas riggers or something. It was some, like some kind of vi- survival show, like one of the most remote oh. parts of the lower 48. And they stumbled upon the oh, yeah, yeah, set yeah. of it, and they go into the, the reality cast, such as they are, had this big 
elk hunters type tent, you know, the big white heavy canvas tents. Oh, yeah. And they had lanterns, and they had nice tables full of food, and oh, yeah, we're on a survival show. Meanwhile, these guys are, like, skiing through the Alaskan yeah. winter. And they had a chuckle Hardcore. about that. You yeah. know, um, one of the things, admittedly, Disco and I did skip around a little bit while you we were watching. You blue-blazed. Yeah. It, um, but one of the things that we saw was the footage of the shredded tent and stuff from the bear. But they never said They what never happened. showed the bear. They showed all the other bear encounters. Well, like, or, or they didn't even give any backstory. Like, clearly there was no tent- backstory. They just, like, right. clearly- all of a sudden there was footage of a shredded tent. And what they were doing as far as sewing in the aftermath, I want to know what led to that situation. It's just listening to them since I watched the whole thing. And it sounded like it came up on them at night and attacked their tent. For so did whatever they, reason, did they just ru- they just ran. Okay, I would do that if a bear was starting to shoot. Oh, I would too. And then they came back the next day and found the camera and put it up because obviously they're not running the camera right all the time. They had one battery. Maybe we should have re. re- yeah, I guess that's that's where we missed. <laughs> anyway, it was uh, it was okay. I long uh, trip. All right, yeah. all right. I probably I not even, done before. I, but. I made it about twenty minutes into the video and I had to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The brutal honesty of Mike I, DiLorenzo. I, I just, oh, my God. I was, what, first did, of all, what didn't you like? First of all, I was exhausted, and I was like, God, i got to do my trail show homework. <laughs> like every night. I've been procrastinating all weekend long, and I haven't got a chance to watch this. And then I put this thing on on Amazon, and the first thing I notice is when I blow it up on the you know full screen, I was like, this footage is awful. Well, it's not like, widescreen. Well, it's not widescreen. It's like it's meant to be watched on like your mobile device. It's like, uh, this is awful. Like, it's so grainy, right? It's like, dude, you're making a freaking video. Why can't it be high quality and like, you know, full screen style? Then they filmed right. it seven years ago. I mean, they showed that camera. It doesn't it was matter, dude. They had good videos. It's not like cell phones. They had good video per- equipment seven years ago. <laughs> they did. They did. They did. Right. Maybe I'm wrong because I'm not a videographer like Disco. But anyways, don't um, ask me. I'm and then a I hack. just and then it was just like rambling and going on and on, and I was just I just couldn't even pay attention to it. I just had to turn it off. Now what yeah. do you what do you mean rambling? What? There was just no continuity. There was just no continuity. It was just like hmm. bam ah dude <laughs> talking about like how he couldn't keep up with them. Bam! Ah! Oh, Higgs graduated, and he was like the top of his class, and he just finished up his thesis right before he went on this hike. Bam! Ah! Oh, I'm pregnant. We're leaving the hu- yeah, I'm pregnant. Ah! We're leaving our house, yeah, and here's a far. bunch of shit that's everywhere in our house. You know? Was it like, ah! was it Higgins' uh, character it, on Magnum PI? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. Sorry, no, I, I didn't sorry. get that. At all. I, I also felt like things were a little <laughs> disjointed, and too, and some uh, things that I wanted more information on. There was nothing. And then going on and on about, like, the food situation. And how I have to eat more calories because I'm pregnant. Okay, great. I don't need to hear it ten times. Like, tell me more about the trip. Tell me about, like, what you're seeing. Tell there was me. nothing I wanted more uh. information about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. There it is. The brutal truth. Oh, That's a bad baloney from the Mike DiLorenzo. 25 minutes into the thing, I had to turn it off. I, I mean, part of it was they met the oil riggers, and they said they came with their preconceived judgment about yeah. them. And they turned out we have more in common with them who are in the middle of nowhere doing their job away from the city. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll just say uh, I really dug the pack raft footage and also the grizzly bear footage. Jeez, I you know, when do you ever see that many grizzly bears in a video, especially if someone on a except self-support. for with Grizzly Man? Yeah, well, that's that's. We all know how that, that turned out. So, but you know, I, the walks with grizzlies movie. 
I'll just say this. When um, the decision was made to kind of skip ahead, I <clears throat> I was all for that. So, you know, I'll just... <laughs> I watched the whole thing, and I give him credit. God bless you, I, I, I give him credit. I mean, it, yep. it, it's, it's a hell of a trip. It's a hell of a trip. 4,000 miles, In uncharted, winter. obviously over the winter, because it took him more than a year to get through through rough terrain. The movie could have done with some editing. I mean, it was the same thing over and over. Like, oh, we... We missed this, or oh look, mm. we we dropped a bag, and now we have to go back. For oh it yeah, again. there was a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that. like wouldn't you realize like right away? If, I mean, it's on the front of the raft or behind. Yeah, dude, like, why man, did that guy drop his bags? Twice. Forget them, like leave them like ten miles back. Twice, you know? yeah, they did that, and then yeah, they did skip you know over a bunch of things. Like wow, you know, so yeah. I, they could they could have tightened it up for sure. I give them credit for doing. The trip. I oh yeah. I, I don't know anyone who else has done it. I haven't heard of anyone else doing it. You can't. I'm pretty sure I don't want to do it because it yeah. rained and snowed and the weather was horrible. Gnarly. Yeah. And they have the little steel nylon teepee tent. Yeah. No floor. That they're, they're using. It was hardcore. My favorite part when they're pack rafting and like slushy snow. It's like the ice isn't strong enough to hold them, so they're in the pack raft and they're just scooching. Yeah. Literally. Scooching oh. around with their sticks, trying to pull themselves across, and not getting all the way across, and having to come back and try it again the next day. How many times did they try getting one, across that one bay? Four times was it? It wasn't four. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was two four. or three. I don't know. I think one was. It was we the we might have missed that part. <laughs> the other part. I, I do have a question. They talked in the beginning, just a brief thing about how they were resupplying and getting their food. They were sourcing it themselves or something like that. So I don't know how they sourced food the rest of the trip. Because all of a sudden they were getting elk yeah. meat delivered to them. They could have given more information about that, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't a how-to documentary. In right, it's true. And they had um, an environmental agenda as well. That's part of their, if you were more information, groundtruthtrekking.org. So they do these trips to raise environmental awareness. What was their environmental awareness? I missed that well, they whole went to, thing. Well, they went like to the mining operation, say how this, they're endangering this habitat and such. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I thought those were just little asides to the movie. I know, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't get any type of agenda from them. No, it's not an agenda in a bad way, but that's part of the reason why they do so, it. So I think we're asking for next month, perhaps, if listeners have any media that they want to Books, suggest geez. or documentaries. If you've done, if you've done a, we've had um, stumbling through. Yeah, if but, you've yeah. that was a written great... a book or or filmed a movie, and you want us to talk about how bad it is. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, hey! Be nice. No, I'm be just nice. kidding. Be I'm kidding. Be nice. Be I'm nice, kidding because that's what we just did. I think they got a 6.9 on IMDb when I looked. I'm up. making fun of us. Okay. What is that in terms? Is it? It's, it's a, a C. out of a ten. Out a of a C. ten, yeah, out of a rating. Really? It's a C. Hmm. Two point well, go. Okay. It's what, a gentleman's six point nine. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Where did they rate on that? <laughs> six point nine is a gentleman's C. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. Then check them out on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway, if you have some media that you would like to recommend for us, please send it our way. Okay. Yeah, we we've had some books sent our way by our listeners. We'd love to read more or documentaries. Or... You know what that music means, people? It's time for Mike DiLorenzo's Ask a Hiker. Sidewinder, do you want to take take over? This take it away, or? Sidewinder. Oh, I'm reading. You, re- you read and come uh, on, man. That's why we brought you and in I'll tonight. Answer, and I'll answer. So Sean Edison writes from Facebook. Is that where I'm at? Yeah. That's correct. Hey, TTSers. I like to plan a good week-long trek in Rocky Mountain National Park next summer. I like to do 50 to 75 miles, maybe a couple of side trips up some awesome peaks, maybe some late evening fly fishing. Ooh. I like that. Always popular out here in Colorado. Do you guys have any routes matching those criteria or any ideas about good planning resources? Okay, that was Sean from Facebook. 
Here's another sentence. Oh, you cut him off. Oh, sorry. Sean, please continue. Or should I say Sidewinder, please continue. Love the show. My two young sons go nuts when I order them to get on the trail. Creepy Dilo voice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try that again. Get on the trail. Uh, <sighs> Dilo, do you have any recommendations, sir? Um, I'm probably going to go over to Mags. For okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mags, do you have any recommendations? Well, I was looking for resources. Look up Lisa Foster's book on Rocky Mountain National Park. Oh, yes. That book is phenomenal. She knows the park like the back of her hand. Not just the major routes like Long's Peak and... Hallett Peak and what have you, but the obscure little side trails. Mm. She gives some off-trail route recommendations. But in, in terms of uh, in terms of suggestions for routes, would would you say, Mags, that the majority of the lakes for fly fishing are on the east side of the yes, divide? Yes, absolutely. Right. So you got your lakes on the east side, and but don't you fly fish in rivers? You do. You do, but you yeah you, you fly, fly fish in rivers, in but too. you can you can fly fish in lakes. Mosquitoes. Surface on lakes and yeah. fish bite them. You know, I, I quite honestly am not much a. I know very little about fishing. You see a lot of people fly fishing in lakes, I think. In no, fact, they have signs about or people fish. But people fish mm, in lakes. Yes. And there's plenty of rivers between the lakes, obviously, yeah. the drainages, and people do fish there. So if one wanted to put together a 50 mile per hour route. 50 mile per hour? <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn, that's fast. That's a hell of a route. 50 mile route, Rocky Mountain, including lakes and a peak. What would it be? Well, for one thing, I would say embrace walking off trail in Rocky Mountain. It's, <gasps> it's a very, yes. it's a very it's a forgiving off trail hiking. Oh, it's wonderful! That's yeah. where the best things are in Rocky Mountain. It does not. The east side is steeper, more technical, but overall. another thing that one should embrace in Rocky Mountain is the, the bus brutality. service. The bus service throughout mm, the park. Yes. The brutality. So the bus service can take <laughs> you. Fr- you can you can leave your car <laughs> in one side of the park and hike to the other. And majority the majority of the bus service is east to west, I believe. Um, but you can kind of leave your car in, you could start in Estes Park and wind up in the Grand Lake area and then take the park shuttle service back to your car. I don't think there's a shuttle from Grand Lake back to Estes. I think there's a shuttle that okay. goes all over. Isn't there a shuttle that goes, the hiker shuttle goes all throughout the park? Doesn't I it? think you're making things up now. No, I'm not. Could you loop something in from like Grand Lakes down through the Indian Peaks and back up? Oh, yeah. You use the battery requires That's, a different permit. Well, that might be a little longer. That actually gets into some more gnarly off-trail hiking because to get out of Rocky Mountain into the Indian Peaks, it gets kind of gnarly. Class 3, Class 4, gnarly. But you could easily, through the Mummy Range area, loop in the Comanche Peak Wilderness. Yeah, the Mummy Range in Comanche Peak has lakes, peaks. Less crowded. Less crowded. Yeah. So I guess what we're, I mean, I realize we're giving a lot of different areas that you're not familiar it's with. It's tough to say. Get Lisa Foster's book, again, for both the on-trail and off-trail. Get the appropriate Trails Illustrated maps. And I would look long and hard into a loop, not only into Rocky Mountain, but then there by Rewa and Comanche Peak Wilderness. Mm-hmm. And another thing you can do is go to your local outdoor retailer and get the, or at least maybe you can order it online if you don't live here, you can get the Colorado Recreation map. Which is, it's kind of a larger map, but it kind of breaks down all of oh, the different... Yes. Wilderness areas and national forests and stuff like that. It's 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 bigger. It's a little easier to look at than like a gazetteer or something like that because it's bigger. So yeah, and there's definitely a fifty mile loop I can think of offhand. Like goes over near Long's Peak and it's non technical, but it's harder to describe than to actually look at it on a map. Yeah, and, and I said Lisa's book just breaks it down really well. Very good. All right. Next question. Moving on. Markham Carr's friend who is about to embark on a backpacking trip with Stanford. Early acceptance freshman writes, 
Hey, Trail Show crew. I'm about to lead a week-long backpacking trip for my university with a group of freshmen in the Sierra. Mm. I'm concerned about mosquitoes. We'll be doing a fair amount of relaxing at camp, so we'll want to be mosquito-proof while at camp. Can you guys suggest any techniques for relaxing at camp while being swarmed by mosquitoes? Ooh. Yes. I'm not sure whether smoky fires, eating garlic, long sleeve shirts, or mosquito coils are techniques you practice or recommend. So please let me know what you think. I got three things. Four things. Do I long, hear five? five? Long pants, long sleeve shirts, head net, and date. That's all there is to it. Yep. And in the only place, if you're wearing long pants, long sleeves, and a head net that you need to put DEET on your hands. is the top Tops of your, of your hands. hands. And if you accidentally get DEET on the palms of your hands, wash it off. Dip them in water. Scrub them together. Actually, don't dip it in water. Have someone pour the water over your oh, hands. Oh, I just, I just, I just so kind of, I just kind of put my hands. Listeners, you can't see what I'm doing right now with my hands, but I take my hands and I just kind of. Touch the surface of a stream or a pond. Oh, D'Lo, yeah. come on, man. You no. can, are you kidding That's me with DEET? It's like the same spray in Agent oh, Orange. Oh, dude, come on. Who cares? It's like, how much DEET is there really? Okay. I mean, how Send much? all hate Please. mail to D'Lo at thetrailshow.com. Are you seriously concerned about like the, a touch sure. of DEET that's on your sure. hands by yes. putting it in a yes. bottle? Yes. It's better yes. to wash it off over the rocks so they can get filtered. Yeah, man, what are you talking about? Putting DEET in a... In a so dude, there's somebody... I drink that water. Yeah, there's so somebody a quarter mile down... D-Lo, give a hoot. Don't, Don't oh. yeah. Haven't you been listening to Woodsy, Woodsy this whole all time? all night, man. Uh, I'm curious, I wonder what your feelings are on DEET and if there's maybe some alternatives to DEET that you think might work better or equally as well. In my experience, in my trade, um, we do sell DEET yeah. and we sell some alternatives to DEET. And? Do, Sorry, do any of them work, work there are no as well as DEET? works much better from all accounts. Yeah. From feedback, DEET works better. Do you use DEET? I do not use DEET. What do you use? I don't use anything. Oh. Only because it's hereditary. I don't react to mosquito bites. I really oh. rarely ever get a mosquito bite. You're kidding me. Yep. I mean, they can bite. I usually will slap them, kill them, but I won't react. And oh, man. rarely itch. You should see me when I get a mosquito bite. Oh, God. I look Big like welts. a puffer fish. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> no, no. So I'm lucky. Like I'm lucky enough a like that. Puffer but fish? By, by all accounts, um, my experience with people, DEET works better. And the higher concentrations, you have to use less of it or reapply yeah. it less often. Mm-hmm. The natural stuff, the stuff that's lower in DEET is effective, but you have to apply it more often. And here's my thing with DEET, because I know it's really bad. Is and, it really and, bad? I think yeah. it is really bad. Do we know that? In what way? From what I've seen, it'll like plastic watch faces. Oh yeah, it'll eat right through plastic. If you don't, if if you don't wash your hands in the near stream, like Delos claims, and and touch (laughs) and touch your watch face, it'll fog up. Like you know how you put something on like a plastic, it'll fog. Um, It's I've seen it eat through cork handles. People who spray it on their and like rub it in on their hands and then just start using their poles, it eats through that. And even the foam. Well, now let me ask you this: How can you make the jump from a chemical eating through cork handles to being bad for human body like why would you make that jump uh, sidewinder i don't understand it, it, it's it's i didn't make the jump <laughs> maybe i did uh, no i i get i'm just yeah it, it's not you. best but um, the cdc recommends deep for your skin something 30 percent or better or or more or more Okay. Minimum thirty percent. Yeah, I, and I, so here's my thing with Dean. I know it's really bad, but the the reality is like, especially if you're doing a long hike, the section that you have to use really have to use deed on is usually pretty small. 
in a lot of instances, you can go the whole summer and never be in an area where you have to use DEET. So I feel like I've, I've used DEET. We have DEET at the house. And everyone's seizuring in the room all of a sudden. I'm in a DEET seizure. Anyway. That's what happens when you put on... <laughs> 100 okay That's right. you just kind of like I, just, I know it's bad it's like one of those things i know it's bad but it you only have to use it a, like my two cents once a year maybe my two cents and i do scent number one and only certain times of the day scent yes. number one you only put deed on the back of your hands that's it because you got a head net long pants and i know but it's socks. still deep it's so it's, bad dude it's not like you you're lathering your body with deed this from the scent guy number two. this from scent the guy number two who threw a tantrum about styrofoam peanuts earlier today? Anyway. Well, no, I didn't throw a tantrum. What a beautiful sculpture he's made from them. I know. Yeah. I'm going to post a picture on our Facebook yeah. page of my styrofoam peanut sculpture. It's going to be so awesome. I can't wait to see uh, it. Anyway. So yeah. let's Band talk about that two. long, rambling documentary uh, again. I want to oh. hear about I want to hear what <laughs> Mags... Wait, we got one more Ask a Hiker wait question. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I want to hear what... I want to hear Mags' opinion on DEET and this whole... What advice would you give to the question? Mags, can I speak well, for you? <laughs> well, you can't, you can't. You can't interrupt me. Oh, you do that already. Uh, ooh, oh, yeah, there. Max. It sounds like our friend is doing more of a casual trip. Yeah. Bring a book, hide in your tent, read, relax, make some hot tea. Enjoy the trip. Yeah. I was going to say, like, my recommendation would be uh, a two-person double-wall tent with the first wall being all mesh. You know? And if, mm-hmm. it's, if you've got good weather, put, keep the rain fly packed up. You've got, you know, you're just hanging out in a mesh tent. You can see everything. You got great views. You don't have to put on DEET. You're... You can just watch the mosquitoes swarm your tent. Exactly. And, and, and there's have this amazing peace of mind that they're not eating you. There's something mildly satisfying yeah. about being inside a tent and watching like a swarm of a hundred mosquitoes right outside and your tent. Until trying to you get have you. to pee. I kind of yeah. felt like I kind of felt like the mosquitoes poop. hitchhiking out of salmon. <laughs> It's <laughs> right there. Just let me get it. Oh, geez. Pooping is actually the worst when mosquitoes are out. Because mm-hmm. it's just your big, wide... But you have so much hair on your butt. Can eaten. they really get through all that? I actually do not have a lot of hair on my oh, butt. Oh, okay. No, I don't. My hair is... Like, my my ass is rather hairless. I'd just rather, the crack. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather deal like, with the mosquitoes in rain and wet toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, I wanted to speak for Mags really quick and just say <laughs> of that... Of course you did. Just say that Miss Mags does not react to mosquitoes, much like Sidewinder. Oh, God. Mags can just, like, roll over and the mosquitoes will just, like, be attacking him and he'll just roll over and he'll just be like... Oh. Nothing really affects Mags, right? Yeah, he can, no, he can really. drink any water. He's, yeah, he can drink any water. Mosquitoes yeah. don't attack him. If it rains at night on his down sleeping bag, it doesn't matter. We got okay. one last question. We got another question. Last question of the evening. Gary Fredericks writes from Facebook. Delo, I've been trying to aerate my lawn and, and I'm hesitant to rent the 200-pound machine. Load it into my car, bump it across the lawn, and then load it back in. Is this for real? It's Dude, the, I, was, I was just giving uh, a piece okay, of paper. Okay, okay. I'm also <laughs> considering using a manual aerator. Oh, my God. Have you ever used one of these? Or would you recommend having someone do this for you? Okay. Or... Oh, Would you just more. rent the machine and gnarl it out yourself? Keep up the good word. Your shows are awesome. Now, when he says manual labor, is he talking about Manuel? No. Espinosa. Okay, check this, this out. Is, uh, this is really funny. A manual aerator is like a pitchfork-shaped thing that sits underneath your foot with handles, kind of like a pogo stick, and you hop across your lawn. With That's one it? Foot. Yeah. It doesn't sink in. You can't pull uh, no, it, it out. No, it does sink in. It does sink in. But you can pull itself out. Yeah, it pulls it out. It's a core aerator, but you like hop across your lawn 
Dude, with the crickets. Oh, God. I would think you'd get something like, like a yak tracks right. and just strap <laughs> with that. them to your feet. We're going to gear over. reviews <laughs> with Paul You could Paul, do that, too, actually, Sidewinder. They make those, too. They make those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That music can only mean one thing, and that's gear reviews with Paul Mignanti. Max, please. I actually have a serious gear review for change. No. Somewhat. What? Say it ain't so. <laughs> Say it ain't so. I love that brand. Yes. Seriously. No. You ever, we were all familiar with the gazetteers. We mentioned them earlier. Yes. Okay. Well, I found something better. Yes. The benchmark maps. Yes. I'm sorry. The benchmark maps are better. They're easy to read. They're more accurate. Yeah. I don't know what the benchmark maps They're are. They're the black ones. The benchmark oh. is a competitor to the gazetteers, and they're mainly mm. for the Western. What? Side. Dude, you're serious? You're going with the benchmarks? <laughs> Here comes We just lost Dilo. <laughs> But, you know, if you're doing some backcountry navigating, pick out a good campsite, looking for a trailhead, you need a good map. There's the paper crumpling. Oh, man, he just tore paper. Anyway. So that's your recommendation for the month? That's the review? You like them better? Uh, well, the the train has left the track, so I've kind of given up at this point. <laughs> the train. He's given up the ghost. As a listener, I'd like to know, like, why you like them better. No, no, no we don't do all that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I have a good comparison on my website, if you're curious. I'll post it on our Facebook. pmags.com. Oh, I was hoping for, like, a tiny URL on pmags.com you can also find really detailed hiking descriptions of very popular trails <laughs> close to metropolitan areas <laughs> well i've learned my lesson i don't give directions anymore complete with stealth camping options yeah <gasps> what what no i don't i will not give that super secret <laughs> camping. One of my favorites is underneath the Spear Boulevard Bridge. Oh, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> Max, you did a review on the Spear Boulevard Bridge, please. Why? No, well, I did more of the Boulder ones, like the you know the bike path, you know, by the canyon. <laughs> good, good urban <laughs> stealth camping spot. Well, when we did the Boulder Super Slam, we saw a local homeless guy sacked out underneath the, where we started it. Oh, <laughs> so. nice. It sounds similar to Spear Bridge. Oh, you know what that means. Oh, thank God. Zilo's <laughs> happy. We want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Thanks especially to Mr. Sidewinder for being on the show. Yeah, yeah. Come back and see us on a future show, please. Sure will. We want to keep those iTunes reviews coming. So if you write them, we'll read them. Boom. I'm going to do that podcast history little bit next month. I promise. I know I promised it this month, but what are you going to do? You can always find us at thetrailshow.com. Facebook.com slash The Trail Show. Twitter.com slash Trail Show. CafePress.com slash The Trail Show. On Stitcher Radio and, of course, on iTunes. Hey, everybody, big ups, big shout out to Mr. Mags and D-Lo for a successful switchover from our previous podcast host to our current podcast host. Yes. And, and before, I just want to give a shout out to our previous podcast host because they didn't have to do what they did, but they did what they did, and that enabled us to get off of their service and stop paying them money. So we just kind of <laughs> want to give a big shout out to Podomatic.com. They, they did us a solid, and we like yeah. we Nice. We respect Podomatic for what they did to us, did for us, yeah. and, and helped us move on to the next level. So thank you, Podomatic. We were on Podomatic for two years. If you're thinking about starting that gear podcast, please Check go over to po- yeah, Podomatic.com. They will set you up. We'll be back in July, hopefully on Delo's deck, for our summer Thunderstruck show. Until then, for the Princes of Darkness, Mags, Delo, and Sidewinder, I'm Disco. Ciao. Thank you, Kevin Vest. 
Kevin Best, Kevin Best, Kevin Best, Kevin Best. Get some deep, put it on your hands, wash it off in the creek, kill the fish, kill their eggs, kill the earth with your disposable diapers. Live in Boulder. Thunderstruck. Gobi Bear. Deep magic. That's a show. I like deep, man. Crickets, 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 crickets. <laughs> I was looking that for the... about sums up our fraternity experience. And I said, no, it does not. <laughs> I didn't realize I yeah. sound like Fat Albert. You should see me when I get a mosquito bite. Oh, God. I look Big like welt? a puffer fish. 